Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, hey, Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Eater Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A and E, and joining me, my co-host, not Deion Sanders, but Prime Time. What's going on, y'all? It's me, the P R I M E. It sounded like you was about to do a Hogan promo. It damn sure sound like you was about to do... Oh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Survivor Series, brother. After Tombstone is the most devastating move in the history of wrestling, and you should never take it. <laughs> you can't trust yeah. that guy. <laughs> Got me clinging and banging with the best of them, brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are back. It's Survivor Series coming up, and... Um, uh, this Sunday, and they're celebrating 30 years of The Undertaker, and so we got a lot to talk about. Uh, actually, not really. It's not. It's still been a quiet week. It's all been Survivor Series this week, so it's it's going to be you know kind of limited topics. We're going to do the best we can. So, uh, guys, um, uh, for the meantime, make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com. That's a company we are a part of, you know, help get your, you know, help out the black culture here in Philadelphia and make sure you guys check out their content on there from Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, both sides, and of course the Mark and Dark Show. And guys, you can also check uh, the Nerd Coalition stuff out on there as well. The No Give Us Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, and Drunk Dog Sober Tongues. Guys, listen to us on all the podcast apps, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Oh, see, not, not Google Play anymore. Google Podcasts. Spotify, Sound, uh, not SoundCloud anymore. No iHeartRadio, all the great stuff. If you, listen to, if you like our, our little segments that we do on YouTube, check us out on YouTube Premium. And as it gets cold some days and warm some days, depending on where you're at in the United States, make sure you guys bundle up with your NC Studio merch. That's right, the Nerd Coach Studios merch. Is on the real nerdcoalition.com. You can buy merch from there or go to teesprings.com <clears throat> slash nerdcoalition and you guys can buy your merch. Buy yourself the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast hoodie. Buy yourself the uh, NC Studios hoodie or the NC Level Up hoodie as well or the retro logo. Make sure you guys also fight COVID 19 with the NC Studio mask. If y'all see my reactions, I did. Uh, a couple a couple days ago, especially the Mortal Kombat ones, I was in y'all guys and talking by your NC Studio mask. So uh, make sure y'all go out there and fight COVID with that. But 
If you're saying, well, maybe I like your style, but I like somebody else's better, well, make sure you guys check out Prime Nostalgia Podcast as well. You guys should check out him and, and all the great things he does. He got great episodes coming up. Not going to spoil nothing for you guys at all. And you know what I'm saying? I, I actually, pre- I, actually, I can say it So because it came out on Friday. But uh, we did an episode with Kenan Thompson, so... If you're looking for that, it should be on Prime Nostalgia on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. It is very insightful, very good interview. And like I said, you know, I I, I, I watched it. I got the early release. And then, uh, like, my wife can account to this. I, I said, what the fuck, loud as hell in Target? <laughs> when you said when you said it to me, I was like, what the fuck? And I was just like, in Target. And she was like, what's wrong? I, I, just, I, just, I, I was just like... Uh, he's great at what he does. I, I, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was hating a little bit, but I was just like, cause you know, I love Keenan. Okay, he's my favorite, and you know who we got stuck with, right, Prime? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know who we got stuck. Shout with. out to their coalition. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know who we got stuck with, and I'm just like, so he he go out, he go up there and get who we, what's up with that? And I, I'm sitting there with the all head goes. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I will say just real quick, it's a it's a it's a list that we were part of that we got we were we made a list, and he made he his podcast and he has made that same list, and we were in front of him. And basically, he was just like, oh, that's cool. I should come on the show. I was like, all right, cool. And that's how it was. How was it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it'd be like be like a stroke of the pen, a stroke of a wand. He'd be like, well, guess what I got this week? Guess what I got this week? Y'all can't wait to see. I'm like, I don't know how he do it. But I'm like, I got to figure out the way to do it. Because all the, I remember I used to go to him with all the celebrities. I'm like, but here's the thing. Probably going out there. Like, quick side note: you be going out there and begin like like the upper echelon. It's like I I, I remember. Remember, I came back. I said, "Yo, I, I got a little interview with Rocky." Remember Santos? Yeah. And I was yeah, just like, "Yo, yeah. yeah, he irked the fuck out of me." And, and then I was, you was just Come like, on now. "Make sure the make sure the pops are in the shot." Come on now. <laughs> That's all you had to do. And I said they talked to him like off air for a little bit. I'm just like, all right, so so I do that. I you know I, I meet the whole power and stuff like that. And, and then Power was like, oh, that's what's up. What 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 do Power do next month? He go meet like the whole power grid of rages <laughs> <laughs> at the at the car. He go there and it was only him. it was it was uh Walter Jones, David Yost. See, I didn't mean uh, I didn't Michael. mean Yost. I met Walter Jones and uh. And, yeah. me, and, and me and me uh, and also say John are cool because every time you come to you about this, oh yo man, the one with the channel. So I'm just like, yeah. So yeah. it's dope, but but it's just like he just like, well, you got to meet I don't know five Rangers and Lords yeah. uh, and Zorda and uh, R J um, from Jungle the, Fury. No, R J the uh, Billy from the movie, the black oh. from the movie. Yeah, yeah. he lives in my uh, my city too. So, so he he go out there and meet the whole echelon of this the battle grid of Rangers. He's like, he said, "Well, you met this person. I met this team." So I was just like, "All right." I didn't even meet, I didn't even do it like that. But, uh, 
<laughs> I said, I said, well, you know, what I'm I'll be stepping behind, but hopefully, we can collaborate on something for wrestling together. You know what I'm saying? And since we since we both do that, yep. So, uh, all right, but it's Survivor Series time. That's what we're here for. Survivor Series is a Sunday, and we're doing our predictions. SmackDown just went off the air, and I felt as though like, okay, this is a, the best time to do the, the the Survivor Series predictions. A lot of things are happening. We have six. Raw versus SmackDown matches, which once again, I don't know how this is going to play out because with the score going to be tied, I doubt it. Uh, th- th- there's a battle roll that they don't count the pre-show anyway. And obviously, it's only going to be six matches because one, these matches are going to get time. And two, they're going to be celebrating 30 years of The Undertaker. 30 years of The Undertaker. Of, of, of who? 30 years of The Undertaker. Uh, of who? Uh, oh, well, if you guys are new, if y'all were just paying attention, pay attention to this week, it's Mark Calloway. <laughs> because, uh. Oh my gosh. You have, come on now. You gotta, you gotta tell it long enough. You gotta. Oh, oh, it's The Undertaker. You talking about that? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes, okay. Yes. 30 years of The Undertaker. Oh, I swear he better come out on, on, uh, Survivor Series. So they're playing something big I'm for sure. Huh? I'm pretty sure they, I heard a couple names that they said that they're gonna have. Look, I don't know. I'm old school. I'm excited for the BSK stuff. But, well, but yeah, yeah. I don't understand. Now, people understand this. Brian Zane, somebody from, from Wrestling Regret that me and Prime both have, you know, uh, contacted with, uh, uh-huh. put out on Twitter saying this this man has spent 30 years protecting the mystique of The Undertaker. And this uh-huh. week alone... The Undertaker is just like this week, this month alone. Undertaker came out the whole show, bro. He came out. I don't the know. Whole... He been doing interviews. What did he do so special? I only seen one thing he did this week. So I seen two things he did this week. So what else did he okay, do? Okay, so what's the two things you saw? I seen him on the hot ones. Yeah, hot, everybody talk about the hot ones, dude. He drunk and no then milk. I seen him. I seen him do TikTok. Yep, he did TikTok. He was on hot ones. The man was playing battlegrounds with his daughter in the commercial. Did you, you see a battleground commercial? Oh yeah, I see. I seen that commercial. Yes. And then on top of that, did you hear about the clothing line? The the, <laughs> the what? Oh, it's Snoop Dogg. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. did, actually, yes, did I the did. collaboration with the, the Snoop Dogg and the clothing line, low key, I want it. He did something else there. Yo, bro. Uh, first of all, wait. Else. You not stuck? Did, did you not see the gift that people, people was put up there of Keenan in um? Good Burger, where he's like, "Why?" Oh, <laughs> we didn't sit back car, and they was talking about that about Snoop Dogg and Undertaker, and I was just like, "Look, I understand." Man, if, if we Undertaker... know that's not, we know where the smoke comes from, and it's not the pyrotechnics. So. Yeah. Oh, first of all, we first of all, I thought it was a hoax. I was like, "Okay, that, that's funny," because you know, Undertaker, if he collaborate with anybody, it's gonna be somebody like Johnny Cash, somebody like that, right? <laughs> or. Uh... What's the other dude? Kid Rock. Yeah, uh, like no, no. I, I think he'll do a Limp Biscuit first. You'll think. Over Kid Rock. Oh, I, 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 mean, I don't know. I can't it's the Undertaker. Oh, you, you're right. I, I, just, I, I just don't want to give him that picture. I, I can't stand Kid Rock sometimes. And I know Kid Rock personally just don't, just don't like me. <laughs> so I was like, uh, okay. Well, but. Snoop Dogg was like, and then when Snoop Dogg tweeted out, I said, "Wow!" And I went and see some of the merch, bro. 
they got a shirt that says it's an Undertaker thing. <laughs> like a G thing, but it's a Taker thing with his symbol in the middle. I low key want that shirt. I think I think he was on another episode of Stone Cold Sessions too. Yes, it, he, uh, it, 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 they're they're showing that on after Survivor Series Part Two, and, and uh, then they did a uh, Undertaker Kane sit down. Yeah, they did, they did the Undertaker Kane documentary. They did a yeah. Paul Bearer documentary. I'm like, I missed all this shit. Yeah, I'm taking been making his rounds. <laughs> he, 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 I, we should have reviewed it on the show. We, 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 we missed that thing. So Sunday Survivor Series, we're going to uh, come up with what the Arctic is probably going to do, you know. And then, but first off, we're going to go to predictions of this stuff. So here we go. Let's start off with the first match. Obviously, get this out of the way. Uh, the the battle of the mid card championships, the universal, I mean the United States champion Bobby Lashley, <laughs> from the Hurt Business taking on Sami Zayn, who's the Intercontinental Champion. So obviously this feud is better than what it was with Bobby Lashley sisters, but it is heel versus heel. You know how Vince hates heel versus heel, or face versus face. Even though we do have. You know, because the, the women's match is face versus face also. But who do you have win this matchup? Uh, for one, I'm going to say I don't really care about this match, but I would say Bible Lashley just because he's been more utilized on his show than Sami Zayn has. Yo, I think Sami gets squash. I don't know about getting squash. I think Sami gets squash, bro. I can see, I can see mm. uh, like a five-minute match. I see Sammy getting a glorified squash match to help build up. So yeah, I think he's getting squashed. I'm gonna say uh, it helped build build up the hurt business a lot, and I think you know they are in favor of the hurt business. So I got Bobby actually winning in a glorified squash match and taking Sammy Zayn out. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got I got Bobby winning too. Just nothing really of note happening. I don't see. Yep. Okay, let's go to the uh, the, the women's champion, uh, the, the, the women's match. The Raw women's champion, Asuka, taking on the SmackDown women's champion, Sasha Banks. It would have been good if we didn't see this field the whole like summer. Months ago. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, the, the whole summer. Like, like, it's the part. They exhausted this whole feud, and then this, this could have been something that you, you guys could have built up to, but this is why... Like the Survivor Series now sucks, in my personal opinion. And you know, and Sasha and, and Oscar going to have a good match. They're going to have a great match because that's what they do. It, it, but it's just that it's been exhausted so much to the point this past summer. Like literally, there was a time where Sasha won against Oscar three weeks in a row, uh-huh. and I was like, "That's not." And, and yeah, and it's just, it's the same thing. Oh, kind of like when Oscar went up against Charlotte and I'm like it was special at one point but now it's been done to death so many times like you like you know it's going to be a good match of it but it's like after a while now I know something like remember JBL back in the day made a, made a comment saying if you're going to get good matches out of these people why, why are you complaining about them because it's redundant and it's, the matches don't be good all the time now. It, 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 don't, it just be like, I remember the time Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler put on a great match. But then they, they, then they started doing like six weeks in a row. I'm like, nobody wants to keep seeing this. The, uh, 
something that help happen with with good matches is the the freshness to it. And if they start bringing different freshness to it, well, then that's something that it needs to happen. But you know, it's going to be another matchup. I actually have Sasha Banks winning because she's been getting bitched by Carmelo, uh, not Carmelo, Carmella, the most three weeks in a row on SmackDown. And I'm I like, have Oscar winning because of Carmella interfering. Okay. Yeah, but I'm like, if Sasha can't see Carmella coming now, after each three weeks that she been having her back turned, Carmella has been just obviously attacking her. It, you know, it really, because right now, we, we, let's see, we are in November, so TLC, she'll get a match with Carmella, and she'll make her tap out, and then we'll go into the Royal Rumble, go into the next feud. This is, this is a bridge feud to get Sasha to the Royal Rumble, and hopefully, have Bianca Belair win the damn thing. Hopefully, hopefully, but I I have I have Sasha Banks win this matchup. Okay, I got I got Oscar winning by a like a cheat. Uh, Carmella doing something. Okay. Now let's go to a match. I am actually excited to see the tag team match, where it's the New Day, Kofi and Xavier taking on the Street Profits. Uh. Montez and Angelo Dawkins, they're the SmackDown tag team, and New Day's the Raw tag team. They did. They had an eight-man tag match uh, on SmackDown uh, tonight, where they were trying to out- outdo each other. There's no reason in hell the New Day need to win this match. Yeah, I think the Street Profits will win because they yeah. need to get over. Yeah, they need to go. The New Day's ten-time champs. They have done it ten all. Time. Are they ten times? Are you just saying that? Or are you just playing? I think they're ten times. I think they're nine, or nine eight or nine. Oh well, they were nine, and they they had the whole thing where they exchanged the belts, which made each team a new team. Uh, a new team. Remember, because he said it was like we're nine or ten, right? Because of the whole switch thing. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, so they sneaking up the Hall of Heat. <laughs> they, they 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 creeping up that joint. I know. Wow. All right. They pack it up. They are packing up the New Day championships like they're doing Cena and Charlotte when it comes to the championships. And you just want to blink and they go back 16 time tag team champions the New Day. So I was like, wow. Well, New New Day does not need this win. They're definitely going to. uh, I I have Street Profits winning. And I also have. I had this being. uh, Could be one of the matches of the night. Yeah, yeah. Just mm. like how um, New Day and The Shield actually had probably one of the matches mm. of the nights year before last, I think. Oh, you talking about in 2017? Yeah, whenever Ambrose was leaving. Probably yeah. 2018. Well, you talking about it was The Shield versus New Day, right? Yes. Yeah. I think it was 2018. That was, that, that was the 2017. Because that, that's the, that, that was the same Survivor Series that had AJ versus Brock for the... Uh, uh, Spider-Man Spider versus Raw Championship. That's when they had the big ass. It had to be in 2018. Because it was Dean Ambrose. It was Dean Ambrose farewell. The New Day and Shield match was not okay. Look, Did they play know, two years in a row? Wait a minute. No, no. Okay, I, you know, I'm telling you, it's 2017. You go look it up. You want me to look it up? I look it up. Okay, 2017 is when they had uh, that matchup. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, 2017. Yeah, because so why did they? 
and what? and next in to 2018 is when uh they. Dead Survivor Series was like, uh, it was kind of, that's when they had the, because that's when Becky, Becky got injured. They did the, the Ronda versus Charlotte thing. And Charlotte uh-huh. did, did the snap and everything. That's when they had Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Dean Ambrose. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah, so, so Dean, actually, so, Dean Ambrose wasn't even on that show, I don't think. I could have sworn I thought tagline was because he was leaving we're just gonna do all this stuff because he leaving no I no. sworn okay well alright you got that one yeah so but um which one I was on I was on uh, the street profits one right uh, we was leaving the street profits well yeah yeah but it, I got street profits winning so right now that, that got my score at Raw 1 and Smackdown 2 okay Okay. Now let's go. To, you know we're gonna save. That's that's gonna be the main event. Uh, the women's Survivor Series five hundred five. We got Team Raw, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce. Which I also understand why they broke up her and Billy Kay. Uh, taking on Team SmackDown, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, not Natalia. And Bailey. Uh-huh. So, in all honesty, the SmackDown got the better lineup, period. Yes. And definitely. on top of that, I don't understand, in kayfabe sense, why would you take out your Survivor Series parts? Like, such as, why would Mandy, why would you take out Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke? Well, excuse me, Reckoning took out Dana Brooke. But why would you take out Mandy Rose, but, uh... I heard that she did get an injury. Now, I know people want to blame Nia Jax for this, but if you go back and look at it, Manny just ain't grabbed the rope. So she kind of like was salty and fell on her shoulder and hurt herself. You know what I think? Somehow Seth Rollins had something to do with this injury. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's discovered the former grill, brother. But anyway, uh, so there's a couple outcomes for this matchup. I don't think it's just an open and closed thing. So, what do you have going on for this matchup? And if you just have a simple answer, I, I, I'm going to lay it out of what I think may happen. Okay, for one, I think Bianca's going to get most eliminations. Okay. Uh, I think it might be down to Bianca and Bailey. Maybe. Because Bailey is just coming off of, like, a record-breaking championship reign and then to just have her just get pinned by Lana, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, mm-hmm. just to me, just made look stupid. Unless it's by one of those shocking roll-up pins, but you know. Yeah. Um, I got a team SmackDown winning and then I have team Raw Shayna Baszler being the surviving member, the last member to get eliminated. And then, of course, Nia Jax gets disqualified by probably putting Lana through a table. Okay, I like it. Uh, now, here's what I'm thinking. It goes two ways. It's like, Lana been going through an announceable nine straight weeks, okay? And they have been embarrassing this woman on television and everything. And even the title... Don't, don't think they're going to make you 10 at the pay-per-view, because they are. Don't think. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Please underestimate me. But no, what I think is going to happen is if Raw wins, Lana's going to be the final survivor. 
It, this is why I think so throughout the Nia Jax don't want her on the team in the first place so what Nia Jax is going to do is she's going to put her through the announce table and while the match is going on we're going to forget about Lana she has the problem with Natalya remember Natalya and Natalya had this weird friendship and tag team over the summer and Natalya just dropped her and then embarrassed her and didn't even help her go through the announce table so what happened is uh, they could find a clever way to have Bianca Belair get counted out. They're not, not going to pin Bianca Belair or make her tap out. They probably get counted out uh, in a way. And then I think Lana comes up and rolls up Natalia to get her heat back. And that's the way Raw could win. And Lana being the final survivor that way. Or roll up Bailey, one or the other. Now the question is, if I think Raw is actually going to win, which I think that they shouldn't because I don't understand they said it was Peyton Royce thing in the first place. So what I would do is have Team SmackDown win, but I would have, like you said, Bailey and Bianca Belair be the, the surviving members of the team. And that way, they can set up a feud because Bianca Belair needs some kind of a feud to kind of prove herself. Remember when, because okay. usually... In wrestling, as you've seen it, it always goes Survivor Series, you get eliminations, and then Royal Rumble, if they plan for you to win, like that, that helps you out. Uh, remember when 2013, when like Roman Reigns eliminated the whole Survivor Series team by himself? Yeah. Or got a little, a little push, a little bit. Yeah. Or remember when Oscar was the, the 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 surviving member on the Survivor Series team and then went on to win the Royal Rumble, like. That's how they kind of booked them. So if Bianca Belair is their next player, I think that of course her and Bailey survive. Bailey puts her over in a feud. It gets her gets her away from Sasha, puts her over in a feud, and then she goes to win the Royal Rumble and challenges Sasha at WrestleMania. I think she's yeah. I think she's that legit that you can you know push her forward like that. So I have. Team SmackDown winning, but if Team Raw wins, I, I do have a feeling it's going to be something set up to get Lana her heat back. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think Lana's getting no heat back. You don't put nobody through a table ten times in a row and it's, and try to make them up to get their heat back. I, mean, I, I you know agree with you. But... Took, you know how long it took? Uh, I don't even remember his name. Hold up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. You know how long it took Kurt Hawkins to... to his, to lose his streak it took him three years. Oh, yeah, and that's why he's not there now, Brian Myers. So let's go on to the Raw Five on Five Survivor Series team. The only one they've actually built anything for when it comes to the, the, the Raw side. So you got Team Raw, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus. Uh, well, 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 Captain AJ. I don't remember these names, but I do remember Dopey. Okay, let's see. So I know there was Dopey, there was Broly, there was uh, Fireface, there was uh, God. This is terrible. What was AJ Sla- Slap Slapper? I don't remember, but I I feel like that was definitely from Vince himself. Yeah, it, it was like okay, and Dopey sees his sneeze. Got it. And so, but um. It's AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle versus Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, 
King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. Let me go off the back right now because I probably care about this one more than I should and two probably more than you do. But they did Biggie dirty. I don't know what the hell is going to happen or what why they changed their mind because they was going around and saying Biggie was going to be the last one to get this spot, which he should. And Biggie should have been a sole survivor for Team SmackDown so y'all can build Biggie up so he can win the Rumble. Like right now, this New Day thing, this this split from the New Day has to pay off. New Day. Kofi and Woods is getting more screen time every week on Raw and came to SmackDown on Friday where Big E is getting virtually none. And I'm like, this New Day thing... They had that one backstage segment with the, with the street problems and stuff. Yeah, yeah no, you're right with the street problems, with the Undertaker shit. And I'm like, y'all have got to find a way to legitimately uh, pay, pay this thing off of splitting him with the New Day because if that's all the case this whole thing was a waste and honestly once that split happened they cooled him off he had a great false count anywhere match with Sheamus and that took a new heist and I'm just like okay continuing that give him people to to to, uh, to, to beat have him go a little a little uh, a streak and everything like that and then uh, put him on a Survivor Series team and have him be the sole survivor going going up against like Keith Lee or AJ Styles. It will show his his uh single skills. But all of a sudden they put this shit on Otis. I'm sorry, yeah, definitely not a good nah. <laughs> no, not at. I'm gonna say, look, I understand Otis is going with the whole Alpha Academy thing. With Chad Gable, and I'm like, okay, first of all, Chad Gable don't need to be mentoring anybody. Chad Gable needs to be going and getting his shit together too. And I'm like, okay, honestly, you could take off King Corbin. You can actually take off Seth Rollins. You can even take off Kevin Owens on his team, and they could have been replaced. Like, I, I'm, I'm so sick of King Corbin. You already know I don't like Baron Corbin or King Corbin, whatever the case may be. But I, I just felt as though this was a, a strong disservice to, to Big E. And I'm like, Otis? And I'm like, and they, they do nothing but talk. They shouldn't have even broke up a heavy machinery. He's not a top guy like that. And they broke up all the tag team just to do nothing with him. To, to do nothing with them at all. And I'm like, and so if you if you do Otis and Gable to do another tag team, that's stupid because you could because Tucker's dead now. I I, I figured what y'all could have did was that there was no blow off. Y'all could have did Tucker versus Otis for the pre show, Raw versus SmackDown right there if y'all had to, because there's no blow off. But all of a sudden they don't do that. We get a, a dumbass battle royal, which probably they're gonna stick Big E and he probably gonna win, which not gonna count. So Pretty much. It, so it, it it sucks. I had to get that out because that pissed me off when I was like, wait a minute. And Otis even had to qualify for the match. Seth Rollins qualified. King Corbin qualified. Jay Uso qualified. Kevin Owens qualified. So why is Otis that don't have to qualify? Because it's yeah, why is it like Mysterio or Murphy in this match? They definitely way more qualified than Otis. On top, Mysterio lost to Corbin. That's why. Cause that was stupid. And then. Uh, Murphy beat Rollins. And I, I figured, but they, they probably want Rollins on Survivor Series because it's Rollins, and you know he can put on good matches and stuff like that. But I'm like, but but go home be, and, and be with your baby. Like you, you could put Murphy on here to help build him up. Like I said, you you could. You, I would take Seth Rollins off because he just lost to Murphy. You could take him off, 
and put on Murphy. And you can take out, because if Jay Uso and Kevin Owens is beefing, why put them on the same team? Why put them do stuff like that? Why put them on the same team? Jay Uso should be feuding with Dan, Daniel Bryan and not be on the Survivor Series team. Then you can take Jay Uso off, and you can put. Because look, I understand Jay Uso has a has a new look and everything like that. He got a new thing going on with with Roman Reigns. But once again, when his brother comes back, they're going to be the Usos again, and they're going to they're going to run with the Tribal Chief, and that's going to be the stable. So he's still a tag team guy. So, I don't know why, if y'all try to push Big E as a single star, why is that not the move? So now, when I see this, all the story that's been going on the Raw, there's no way Team Raw loses this matchup. Especially after they had to lose to Retribution on Monday. They lost to Retribution. Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle Lost to Retribution. Let that sink in real quick. Retribution is dead. It sucks. Nobody likes Retribution. And they won. They won a match against fucking these three guys. The Hurt Business took out Retribution and damn near squashed them. Yeah, pretty much. The Hurt, like bi- weeks in a row. Yeah. The, the Hurt Business damn near squashed the uh, Retribution. And you mean to tell me a team with Keith Lee, Shaman, I, I don't care about the infighting. I, infighting is every year, but there's more infighting. Why would Seth Rollins, after losing two weeks in a row, one to Mysterio and one to Murphy, even want to be part of his team? For SmackDown? He just got there. It makes no sense. Yeah, that's what I said. They don't never, like, um... They don't, yeah, that, them parts don't be making sense. Yeah. Why does Jay Uso... Want to all of a sudden beat the shit out of Kevin Owens, but then work with him for SmackDown? He listened to the Tribal Chief. Don't do it. If, if Roman say don't be on that Survivor Series team, then don't be on there. King Corbin is Vince's guy. Vince, for some reason, likes King Corbin. First of all, the King shit got to go. I'm tired of the King shit. Hasn't it been over a year? Don't don't they only do it for a year? They, no, they only do it for a couple months if they can get it over. There's only well, obviously, it hasn't been. there's only two people in wrestling that has gotten over the King gimmick. That has gotten the King gimmick over. Who's the Who's the second person? William Regal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Jerry the King Lawler was already the king. Okay, he was the king. He was the king, king of Memphis. So the king of the ring ain't make Jerry Lawler, but. There's only two. You know what? I'll I'll throw a third one in there with the Macho King. The okay. Macho King wasn't okay. bad. I, I'll give you that one. But that one, he had uh, the scepter. He was like hitting people over the head. With exactly. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I I I I can do that. But and you already know who number one is. So, <clears throat> other than those people, and for those uh, we're talking about King Booker, but uh, for those. Yeah. Who who don't understand? Yeah, it's uh, King Booker, William Regal, and um, Macho Macho maybe, Man. I was gonna say maybe yeah, or maybe Owen too, maybe. Well, but maybe not because he didn't he didn't like. Um, I mean, Owen Hart was a good king of the ring. Extended, yeah, yeah, but he he did, he wasn't acting like he he didn't change his gimmick to like royalty or nothing like that. Uh, like King Mabel. Yeah, like 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 the King Mabel shit. Rap into uh, 
royalty. To, to like, the yeah, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, King Mabel suck. Billy Gunn sucks so bad that they turn it to a joke. Like, I'm not going to Billy Gunn this king of the ring. Sharrock didn't do nothing with it. Triple H refused to wear the crown. Stone Cold just, you know, became Stone Cold with 316 with it. He wasn't a king. He just said, I won a tournament. That's what it was. Uh, I think that was, was that Stone Cold? Somebody was telling a story how, I think it might have been Triple H. Where he was like, he, he kept destroying, destroying the crown and they kept making it newer and he kept destroying it. Yeah, yeah, Triple so H. one day was. they just, yeah, okay. The so one day they just said, all right, you're not going to wear it. Yeah, you're not, not going to wear this stupid shit. I'm not going to wear the crown. So, yeah, he, uh, he, he, he all them people, and then you go. Edge didn't do didn't do anything with it. Brock Lesnar, did, did, he just got his chance at some, at SummerSlam because they changed the rules to it. And then um, Kurt Angle, you know, he was going around with the King robe and stuff like that on, but he was still just the arrogant, pompous asshole that Kurt Angle was. King Sheamus wasn't bad, but it but it was wow. like it ran its course. But like I said, William Regal, uh, King Booker. William Regal and Macho King are the only ones that, that took that gimmick and actually stayed for something. King Corbin, they should need to go. People, you forgot it was a King of the Ring thing. They're like, really? Oh, he's the one who won it? Whatever. So, yes, I, I, I have Team Raw winning, and I have uh, Keith Lee and Braun Strowman as the only survivors. Okay. Um... I have team. Yeah, team Braun winning, but I think Braun gets eliminated by a double countout because he always does. He always does. Uh, yeah, always. So him, he's gonna be. I think. I think it's gonna be a, a, another Keith Lee moment, just like last year was. Well, oh god, okay. What y'all think it's gonna be a big Keith Lee moment like it was yeah, last but, year? I, but against who though? It's like if Keith I mean, Lee was maybe going he's up, the final one. Maybe he's the final one, yeah. and then he gotta he gotta take out all five members or it's, all four members. It, it's kind of like the Keith Lee moment came so good because he was he was going head to head with Roman. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. yeah, and it was just like yo, and him and Roman actually had like a good little five minute match before uh. Roman won for SmackDown, and I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. But I'm like, to have that moment again, it would be like him and Big E squaring up. That'd be cool. That'd be dope. I don't care about Keith Lee and Otis. I don't care. Seth Rollins is like he's he's just not not going to be there. Uh, Jay Uso, like, bruh, seriously. I'm like, look, I like Jay Uso, and I like the way they're pushing him and stuff like that. But I'm like, it, it, I still look at him as Jay Uso. Yeah, I don't think he not he not no singles guy to especially be on the on the especially yeah. be the first when he's like the first member announced the first one because he qualified yeah, for the uh, match he beat Daniel yeah. Bryan. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. Yeah, so you know that, that's and that's what it's, so I, I I got Raw winning this because SmackDown won last year. So, but I I still got SmackDown with the overall great main event time. Roman Reigns. The Tribal Chief taking on Drew McIntyre. This is the one that is WrestleMania worthy because I, I'm loving Hill Roman and I'm loving face uh, Drew McIntyre. Can we please stop using that? What, Tribal Chief? No, WrestleMania worthy. Byron Sachs is the one that be be dogged at the day. Did you hear what Triple H said? No. 
He said Roman and Drew McIntyre is our Stone Cold versus The Rock. I'm not that mad at that. But how is it Stone Cold versus The Rock? It's a, okay. Each era has. I know. I understand. But I'm saying he's comparing the match quality and the moments of the big. "Quote unquote," the biggest moments probably in history of WWE. He's comparing that to McIntyre and, and Roman. No, okay. Well, I, I, I'm not going to give it that much credit, but I, I'm like, you, you, you got to see where it's coming from here because I, I said, I said, I said, this is like Batista and Cena when they was at their their peaks before Batista went out and then, and then they did because you can argue in the 2000s it's Batista and Cena. Or it's Randy and Cena. So it's, you know, it's both of them. But the thing is, Drew McIntyre this year has been booked like an absolute beast. Like, if, if you watch Drew McIntyre matches, he count, he kicks out at one at everything. He don't go down for a two count. He never has. Not this year, unless he's losing. If Drew goes for a two count, it's either one of long-winded matches or it's, um, he losing the match, which he, he he has not done. So and then before the uh, the pandemic started, the the three two one countdown for the Claymore stuff, it got over like gangbusters. Uh-huh. The crowd was into all that. So even when Drew McIntyre was doing the sarcastic jokes, like "Hold on, I'm about to go in the ring and Claymore kick you," but I just want to sit here and talk to the, the person in the audience and stuff like that. He was being a smart ass. To, uh, at the end of last year into the beginning of this year it got over everybody was on Drew McIntyre train he beats he beats Lesnar in short fashion and he straight dominates I will give him that I thought I, I think that the, the year of McIntyre was, was pretty dope I think the Randy Orton view was way too long he just destroyed him there was no need for him and Randy Orton to keep doing the shit they was doing and that was great so then Roman comes back and we all know we did not like Roman as a babyface Vince could not get him over, but he he did the whole thing with uh, coming out there sparing the fiend and sparing Braun Strowman. He he had the thing where I'm just going to sign, go out there and win and call it a day. Kind of like that payback where he had the fiend and Braun just kill each other. They came out there just spirit and won the match. Like that's some heel shit to do. And I'm like, and then the whole the whole tribal chief thing, the Jay Uso storyline got over more better than people thought it was. I will give him that. And I like how it's like Heyman so is scared of you him. Tell, so you mean to tell me years down the line you're going to say yeah I remember McIntyre and Reigns had the feud of the century. I'm going to say because this is how Triple H is looking at it. Yeah, I understand that. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to say that years down the line because what's happening is they're not going to book you can't book a, a rivalry like this when they're not on the same show. I'm just saying he he's looking at it as I, I mean I, I understand how you're interpreting 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 it, it, but he's looking at it as the top baby face that has gotten over naturally, going up against the top heel, who has gotten over naturally in the Rock versus Stone Cold. That's how it happened. Everybody hated the Rock. Everybody loved Stone Cold, and it was the most organic thing to the point where everybody was popping on it. Down the line, am I going to talk about Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns? I would if they booked it right. Same thing with Batista and Cena. In 2005, when Batista was like, yo, he, he was too hot for Raw, he went to SmackDown and changed everything, and Cena came to Raw, 
everybody was just like, okay, Batista is killing it on SmackDown, and Cena is killing it on Raw. It's just that back then, they didn't have no Raw versus SmackDown bullshit at Survivor Series. So they didn't have Cena go up against Batista at any at any of those times. And when Cena and Batista finally did have a rivalry, it was in 2010. The, the, the steam between them already kind of wore off already. So I'm not saying it's going to be a thing where you remember down the line and I'm saying maybe it's so egregious to call it Stone Cold in the Rock, but I'm saying it is, you know, like I want to see this matchup. All right. I mean, look. Well, I don't. Not at the current moment. Probably because we just had it. We just had a couple fuels with them. Uh, That's probably the only reason why I kind of want to be over. I mean, honestly, this match, heel Roman and face Drew. Is way better than their match in 2019 at WrestleMania 35. Yeah, but they wrestle the same. Say what? They no, still no they don't. The Why, so Drew, uh, so Roman talks trash, more trash. Roman talks trash. Roman barely don't do anything now in the match because he feels though he just go ahead, wreck his shit, and bounce. And you know he so he, he even does less moves in the match. He, is what you're telling so me. it'll make you it'll make you heal heal uh heal uh. Heel Drew McIntyre says he's a face. He does more shit. The countdown, the future shot, the the you know he'll do the the the, the top rope suicide or the ropes. The kip up. Drew McIntyre was not doing the kip up when he was a heel. Okay. And I'm just look. I look I'm just saying. I'm actually going to be a little excited for the way they've been booking this story in it. Because do I want to see? Even though Randy was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I didn't want to see Randy versus Roman. Actually, I didn't want to see neither of them versus Roman. So I mean, so I so if this is what we got to do at Survivor Series, I'll take the Roman versus Drew McIntyre in their new roles now. And I I would have rather did Team Roman versus Team Drew. So if you did that, you still got to see Roman and Drew. You know, not necessarily. It's a different way. It's not one on one. Actually, never mind, because we did do that one time, actually. Never mind. They did do Drew versus Roman. It's like Roman. It's like Drew, Randy, Orton, and they did that once twice. I don't know. I just want something different than just to play on one-on-one, because they they did have a long feud of that in 2019. Yeah, 2018 going to 2019. All right, so what? So who do you think wins? Uh, Roman. I don't have a winner. I think this match goes to a no contest. I think, I think Roman wins. Uh, by he disqualification. Has a minion. <laughs> he has a minion. So he has a what? I can help. He has a minion. He does have a minion. And he does have he does have Paul Heyman. But for some reason, I think Sheamus won't get involved. Because they've been teasing the whole best friend stuff with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. He got him the whole uh, Claymore sword and, and the Scottish skirt to go out with his match with Randy Orton. I think what's going to happen is if Raw loses at Survivor Series and Sheamus goes to someone, so I can't work with none of those fellas. And he goes back there and comes at Drew McIntyre and he's like, look, I got to focus. I got to go, go get Roman Reigns. Because you know that's going to be the next feud. It's not going to be like these guys are going to be just friends. It's like you, you, you got to build up to something. 
I think I think now I, I want to see a Sheamus and Drew McIntyre feud. I I agree with you, but I'm letting you know that that's probably the option that they got. I think Sheamus comes out and gives the bro kick to Drew McIntyre from kind of blowing him off after his Survivor Series match, or maybe Sheamus gets eliminated first and then he gets pissed off that Drew like Drew doesn't care in a way. But I don't have. I don't have Roman beating Drew McIntyre clean, and I don't have Drew McIntyre beating Roman clean. Yeah, I, I saw Jey Uso would do something. Now, if you go into if you go into the SmackDown side, maybe Daniel Bryan comes because he don't have a match so far on Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So maybe Daniel. Now, I, thought that, I swear, I thought that's gonna give him the belt. Yeah, now I I think Daniel Bryan and Reigns. It's either going to be at TLC. No, I mean, not the main bill, my bad. I meant the Intercontinental. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think Daniel Bryan and Reigns is either going to be at TLC or at the Rumble. Like, that match. That's okay. going to that's gonna be the next rivalry. DB taking on Roman uh, for the belt at either at Rumble, TLC, or both. And if that's he comes... going to be another AJ Styles 2016 situation. What you mean with, with that one? Oh, AJ versus Roman? It's gonna be like three straight matches of Roman just dominating. <laughs> Even, no, I think their their extreme rules match and their payback match was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. What I'm saying is like I was like, oh, AJ could mm. win, not Roman. AJ could win, maybe not Roman. Yeah, Roman. <laughs> it's like, hey. I mean, you're right. So I'm thinking uh, I'm gonna go with uh, like I said. I, I think because if Dan Bryan comes out dis- disqualifies Roman. So it's either going to be DB comes out for, against Roman or Sheamus comes out for Drew McIntyre. Uh, actually, as I say more about it, I think Dan Bryce will come out there and screw Roman over. That could happen. Now it's time. I, I know we, we, we've we been really breaking this thing down. So now it's time for The Undertaker. 30 years of The Undertaker. What is The Undertaker going to have planned? Obviously, they, they're, building, they're bringing in a lot of Hall of Famers for a celebration. I'm just excited for the BSK stuff because Savio Vega got called. And I haven't seen Savio Vega in decades. So, I don't... I don't know. Maybe just me. I don't... When they bring people back now, it's not nothing for me to get excited about. I mean, I agree with you. The way that they announce it and then the way that they use it, it just be like... Like, they be like, oh, we gonna have NWO and... And, and APA and all them, but then they just do, they don't do nothing but a backstage segment. They're going to have like a backstage party of just random people walking through. Basically. That's what I okay. feel like. So I kind of want it to be like the Ric Flair thing from 2008. Remember when Ric Flair was celebrating his retirement and all the wrestlers came out to give him an honor on Raw? He was crying and shit. You know, all, that I think. That's what I think. I think it was after the show too, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it went after the show, but since the pay per view, thirty years of Undertaker. I think thirty Undertaker comes out. He cuts a promo, a heartfelt promo as Mark Calloway, and officially hangs it up. But I think that you you do different eras of people. Like I know Kurt Angle, I know like Stone Cold, I know uh, when it comes to like Teddy Long, just because the Undertaker stuff, and you know you, you have the whole roster. Because that's going to be the true main event. They come out, they celebrate Undertaker, and then you start getting to his personal stuff like Michelle McCool and his daughter. And then you get BSK. We haven't heard anything from BSK, but having Savio Vega, The Godfather, Rikishi, Midian, Yokozuna's gone. I forgot who the other guy was that was part of BSK. But uh, you have them come out. I'm 
much you you so you want to make a bet. Sure, what's the bet? I'll tell you, it's gonna be a backstage promo with them just walking by. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like some random people talking. It's gonna be like, hey, Godfather, what's going on? What's up, Teddy? Holla, holla, holla! Hey, then we gonna go back. We gonna come back. Hey, so 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 what's up, okay, so, Vega? Hey. So, so you you're saying all that, and I think he's not gonna be involved in that at all. Do you think this is not? I think he's gonna be in. He's gonna be there, but he's not. It's not gonna be like a the farewell is gonna be at the end. But leading up to the farewell, that's all the guest appearances are going to be in that in those segments. Yeah, it'll probably be in the segments. Undertaker's going to come out and give a speech. But, but like they're not going to come out and they're going to come out or give a speech or say anything. They're just going to be in the, in the backstage. Area. I don't know, man. I feel so for for if if you're really going to build this thing up, or it could be an angle. Just like they're building up the Undertaker's last match for the past fifty years. Do you think that, it's, that it could be an angle where look? Notice that we don't have the fiend on this card at all. No, whatever you get to, no. I don't want to see another. No, I don't want to see. It's not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. not, Look, I I don't want to see this man get physical in no kind of way. I I, barely want to see him get in and out the ring. Look. I'm telling you, it's not going to be another Undertaker match, but you should hear the theories that I've been seeing on the internet. Some people are even saying, hey, Karrion Cross comes back to to beat up the Undertaker. Or and I'm I don't like, even... I mean, I agree with you. I don't want no carrying cross with Undertaker matchup. Cause... I don't want no Undertaker getting physical at all. I don't even want to see him getting beat up on the way out. Like I don't even, like just just, just go, man. Just, well, just I, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, the Boneyard match was his best way to go out. Yes, and uh, so so real quick, do you think he comes out in the all black? Or do you think he come out with like some regular jeans and? Uh, Shirt and a hat, some glasses. I want to call with some stoop dog gear. I think he comes out looking like biker and taker, but not like himself, but in this like in some jeans and a and a vest and a bandana. Yeah, and the shades. That's how I feel like he'll come out. (laughs) I'm cool with that. I can see them maybe put some caskets on the stage though. That's just like, uh. You said put yeah, caskets on the stage. Caskets, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Well, actually, they are, they are gonna be in the Thunderdome, so they can just put them on the Ooh. little screens. That is true. Yeah. Who knows what they'll do? I don't know. I I uh, I, I don't know what. The... And why are they even bother bringing these old people out during COVID anyway? Yeah, bro, do you think Vince cares about fucking COVID? I agree with you though, but. Long. Like, like all these people are probably in prime age. I follow what sixty five. Yeah, like literally. I mean, that's probably one of the uh, the only things. Like seriously, I don't I see what happens. I, I don't truly understand it, but hey, bro. <clears throat> all, all I'm all I'm saying is. Um, I think it's going to be. Uh, somebody, somebody said you think that he gets jumped, almost gets just by retribution, and the fiend comes out and help and like helps him, and he kind of like passes the torch without getting physical, but he passes the torch to the fiend. I don't want to see no physical inklings of anything. I don't want to see no. Maybe he could help the fiend. Or I don't want to see any. But of you know, Undertaker's old school, and the, and when you you know what the old school motto is, right? Well, he's too. He didn't. Well, he didn't thought he was gonna go out like three times, and he didn't. 
He'll know what he want now. So you go the out. Best way to go. You 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 go right. out on your okay. back. I don't think Undertaker cares anymore about going out on your back. I think he do, bro. I then, think he do. All right. I don't want to see this man get physical and break a hip and then be out for another year and then he get the. And get back, he's like, "Oh, I feel good, and maybe I want to wrestle." Come on, man! Come on, just please. I, I look. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's a, it's, 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 it's a. Okay, all right. Does that make you excited, though? Say what? If he, if he come like, back to wrestle? No, I'm saying just him getting physical or anything. Be, be him beating up somebody. Him giving a choke slam or a tombstone. It depends on the situation. It it, okay. it 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 depends on the situation. Because first of all, if they use him to help get somebody over, which is the Undertaker's main thing, he's old school. If it helps them to get somebody over, I'm down with it. If it's helped, to, if it's uh to help pass the torch to somebody, I'm down with that. I you know see those are the kind of stuff that I'll be down with. I'm not down with the Undertaker coming back for another match. I'm not down for the Undertaker. Getting physical. I'm not down with Undertaker doing a tag team anything. I'm not down with any of that shit. I'm. I just want the Undertaker <clears throat> to put somebody over. So it's like if he has to pass the torch to the Fiend, so be it. If Lars Sullivan comes out, remember Kurt Angle went out on his back because Lars Sullivan came out and he freak accident Kurt Angle and they didn't do nothing with it. They didn't do nothing with well, it at all. That's not their fault. <clears throat> that's definitely not their fault. Oh, I mean, I obviously not. But I'm just saying, but it, it's 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 um, they did nothing with that. So, with that being said, I was just like, uh, you know. Now we'll see. I don't know. I just don't like. I just at this point, I don't even really care about him getting physical anymore. I'm just, I'm just like, just end this, end this, please. And, and, and okay. So I see. So, so like I said, you don't have nothing special going on for it or nothing, right? Nah, I just have him coming out giving a speech. Okay, uh, give a speech. Okay, does he get emotional? Yeah, I think he gets emotional. Uh, I do. Like I said, I think they're gonna show all his friends and stuff in the back, and then they might be like gathering around, and then everybody comes out. Like see every single wrestler come out, like you said, Ric Flair. But I don't see them giving no speech or anything. I just see them coming out to the stage, and that's it. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. So I'm saying so. Okay. I mean, come on. Now. How creative do you think WWE is going to be? You know i But it's the thing is, we say this, right? And then, like I said, they are creative with the people they want to be creative with. They are creative, and you and you and you know that you you know that they are creative with the people they want to be creative with. So, all right, uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, so I, 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 that's all I'm saying. So if it's if it's the Undertaker and he, he's uh, you know how Undertaker is and Vince are together. So I'm just like to the point where it can be a thing where like okay. You know they don't, they'll go all fucking out for the Undertaker. They ain't gonna do it. They ain't gonna do no bullshit right for uh, anybody else. But they, when they come to Undertaker, they'll go uh, do um, some some good form. Uh, I 
Undertaker gonna be the second wrestler to get his casket. Never stop. <laughs> so you drew. You 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 drew on that one. You drew on that one. Alright, so guys, that was our uh, predictions for Survivor Series. So you guys can, once again, write your predictions down. Uh, if you look, listen to the segment on, on uh, YouTube. So let's move on to, we got to finish this bracket out. The Undertaker Greatest Matches Bracket. So we did round one and two last week. So now we're down to the final eight matches. We have, for the 90s, The Undertaker versus Bret Hart at SummerSlam 1997, going up against Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at In Your House Bad Blood 97, same year. Then we have Undertaker and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 26, going up against Undertaker versus Triple H at End of an Era Hell in a Cell WrestleMania 28. That's for the 2010s. For the 2000s, we have Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25. And then we have Undertaker versus Edge at uh no at WrestleMania 24. Okay. And then for the wild card, we have the trip uh the, 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 the triple threat match of Undertaker versus The Rock versus Kurt Angle. For, no. Wait a minute. Or did or did you or did we agree with that one? Or was it the Jeff Hardy one? I think the triple threat match went. Versus, no, triple threat match. Yeah, versus the Boneyard match. Undertaker versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania 36. So, with that being said, let's get on to it. Let's go to the 90s. Undertaker versus Bret Hart, SummerSlam 1997. Or Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, Bad Blood in Your House. Two great matches, same year. Actually, the Bret Hart match was to help the rivalry get to this matchup, and it's the first Hell in the Cell. So, I'm going with Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, Bad Blood, 1997. That's what I'm going with. It's got to be Kane. It's got to be everything about that match is perfect. All right, so now let's go to Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 26 to end of an era Triple H uh, versus Undertaker Hell in a Cell. Uh, I'm saying Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. I was actually about to say end of an era. Whew. I'm going with Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels because I want to tell you this real quick because the end of an era like okay the Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 26 was, was a good matchup and it was the end of Shawn Michaels career and stuff like that it was a streak on the line also but that I can't that WrestleMania 25 one was much better than better than me and uh, the end of an era it was Hell in a Cell Shawn was the special guest referee in that one so that came that was the next year afterwards and can you call it something else please Hey, can, you call it like, the can, you just, can you just call it Undertaker versus Triple H number three because it definitely didn't end no errors they still both kind of wrestling till this day so no error was ended you are right so that's like you, once in a lifetime when they knew all prayers they was going to do it twice alright well you know what I'm gonna, that, that kind of helped sway me I'm going to take Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 20 there, okay, there we go it's there gonna we go, go. alright now let's go on to the 2000s Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25, 
versus Undertaker Edge WrestleMania 24. It's got to go to Sean. It's got to go to Sean. Sean is uh Sean is going to be fighting himself. Yeah, he's going to be fighting himself. But then we got the wild card, the triple third match: Undertaker, Rock, and Kurt Angle versus Undertaker, AJ Styles, the Boneyard match, WrestleMania 36. Uh, I'm going to go with the triple threat. I'm going with the Boneyard. I'm going with AJ on this one, man. Okay. Okay. All right, please, please let it be the Boneyard matchup because I don't need. Let's just do it. The Boneyard match. Boneyard. All right, call it in the air. Tails. Let's look. Tails. It's tails. It's tails. It's tails. The Undertaker and AJ Styles Boneyard match advances. Now we're at the final four. So you think the Boneyard match was better than one of the best triple threat matches of all time? Yes, because okay. because like I said, you know, even though it was one of the best one, one of the best triple threat matches of all time, even though it, it uh, Boneyard is more of an Undertaker match, it was groundbreaking. They never did that before. Best cinematic. AJ, like I said, makes anybody look good. Undertaker looked real good in that match, but you know he was old as dirt. And like I said, American Badass Undertaker, like I said, had great had, had some good matches, but that wasn't my favorite Undertaker. Okay. And, and, and like I said, I also think that, in my opinion, the triple threat from WrestleMania 20 was better. And you can even argue the triple threat between Cena, Rollins, and Lesnar was was, was a rival too. Well, there was no triple threat match at WrestleMania 20. Oh, here we go. Okay. So now it's time for the final four. Well, I'm just saying, Triple H fought Shawn Michaels for the title, and both of them got disqualified. <laughs> I think you get, uh, it's not. It's you talk about backlash. It's just, nah, so, but, yeah, well, hey, it happened again. They both got disqualified. So, uh, we got the um the nineteen ninety. So Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels in Bad Blood versus Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania twenty six. Bad Blood. You're not about to tell me Bad Blood beats, I mean, uh, loses against the Street versus Career. I don't have to go to Street versus Career. You man. got to be fucking I kidding just, me. You got to be a, kidding me. It was just a good match. Over the first ever Hell in a Cell? It's got to be yes. Kane? That's got to be the end of Shawn Michaels' career? Yeah, but it's oh come on, man! First of all, that, first of all the, the street career. Give me thirty seconds of why it should go over the hell in the cell. Uh, because who thought the Undertaker was going to actually win? Who thought Shawn Michaels' career was going to be over? For one, it actually, for one, it was actually a good match. I mean, just not even skip over that. Uh, the twist, the turns, the drama, the "I won't go down" attitude by Shawn Michaels. I mean. The Hell in a Cell match was very, very good. It was very, very good. But both men in their they prime. They didn't even need to sell. <sighs> you, you're they right. They didn't need and, to sell to have a good match. But here, here's the thing, though. They had that same match at the month before at Ground Zero, so that's why they need to sell to keep Triple H and China out. Well. And we got the greatest debut in wrestling history in Kane. So call it. Call and it. if it weren't for Kane, who would have won the match? It would have been Undertaker. Yes. So right. we got. So so you mean to tell me you like you won this match and it has a, a, a you know interference in it? 
Don't even end clean, technically. It's the interference in the Because I'm, 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 I'm calling you bullshit because you won the triple threat match when Undertaker uh, was in there with two other guys opposed to the Boneyard match. Both of them was no disqualification, so it, it don't matter. Let's go on to... Well, all the matches that we talked about has been no disqualification except for the WrestleMania 25 one. So, okay, but all right. All right, so you, you, you call it. Uh, heads. I'm, I'm gonna flip it. Here we go. You call heads. All right. Don't do this to me, Lord. Damn it! It's heads. Let's go. Let's go. It's I don't. That is Let's some. Go. That is some blasphemy bullshit. Okay. Fine. Let's go. That, that is a baby back bull, and you know it. Let's now we got. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25 versus the Boneyard match. Yeah, I know what I'm going with. <laughs> it's WrestleMania 25. So, all right, the yes. finals now is Shawn Undertaker WrestleMania 25 or Shawn Undertaker WrestleMania 26. It's 25. Yeah. It's definitely 25. Okay. I made the whole argument for 26. That 26 is a great match, but it ain't 25. 25 is the better match. 25 is the longer match. And I'm sorry. 25 was salty because he went for that moonsault thinking he was going to get that joint. All right. So, uh, it didn't happen. So, yes. Him versus Undertaker at 25 was the better match because nobody could follow that match afterwards. Nobody. No, main event. And then when they actually put it at the main event, it just didn't feel the same. It didn't. It didn't feel the same at all. Cause it was it, still a good match, but I guess... People expecting some of the same callback spots. Well, on top of that, one they they kind of used the notice the, the disqualification stipulation, but not really. And it was a shorter match. They they cut it. They cut ten minutes out of that match. Mm-hmm. The first match was like thirty four minutes. Well, come on, yeah, they had the same room for uh Undertaker entrance. <laughs> well, even WrestleMania twenty nine, I mean WrestleMania twenty five, Undertaker still had an elaborate entrance. Remember, he came from hell while Shawn Michaels came from heaven. That was longer than the, the, the twenty six one, and they still yeah. got thirty four minutes. And in WrestleMania twenty six, they got twenty four. They cut twenty. It was a twenty four minute match. I suppose that could have went longer. It kind of just ended abruptly to me. <coughs> nah, it, it ended on time, especially yeah. when he uh, slapped him in the face and took a hit him with a super tombstone. <laughs> That's that super tombstone. That man jumped Jump up with it with both <laughs> knees. I think he only did that twice. I think he did it to Shane, and he did it to uh, Sean. Yeah. The only like, time. Yeah, pissed. Yeah, I, I, I used to piss off, too, so I'm like, oh, fuck this. I mean, you'll feel this. The super tombstone. That's the one he should have did to Hogan. Yeah. Uh, he gave Hogan. He gave Hogan. Hogan talking about, oh, my neck, brother. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If I was somebody, I would be like, all right, let me pick up and do it again. <laughs> Hogan had See, to I can't, sit. I can't be no wrestler in the business. I'll be like, oh, your neck hurt. Your neck oh, hurt. Oh, it do, huh? Let me, <laughs> let me hear you for real, then. <laughs> let me lose my job for a good reason. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay. That's what I, I <laughs> For real. If you're going to go around telling lies, <laughs> then we might as well make it true. We might as well make lies come true, right? Might as well. Yo. <laughs> Bro, that shit had me die. I'm tell you what, dude. That shit had me die because I was just like, he and that bitch, yo, just so over. <laughs> he gave, if you ever look at the footage, he gave him the safest, stiffest tube stuff. Like, Hogan didn't move, okay? And Hogan was about five inches up from the ground where I took his knees was at. And then 
He didn't even hit the chair. His back didn't even hit the chair. He was over there flailing. <laughs> I was like, oh, this this, this Hogan shit, man. This... And I think that day Undertaker hated uh, Hogan ever since. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I I, that probably was the Stone Cold interview, probably. And he told that story. Then yeah. Another one. He just like, he was like, come on now, really? Like, he said Hogan was in the bag all laid out on the table, <laughs> going to bed, talking about he done hurt my neck. Alright. Hurry for him. Oh, that that shit always has me um dying while I hear that story. That's why Hogan ain't that's probably why Hogan ain't wanna take that choke slam from him. Oh that's remember. You mean that worst choke slam ever? Yeah, well second worst now. No, I don't think the AJ one was as bad as the Hogan one. I was talking about I was talking about Goldberg. Oh, that Goldberg one was bad. That Goldberg one was bad. And did the Hogan one end the match, or was that just like a... a the Hogan one did? ended the match. That was okay, the... So did, so did Goldberg. Ugh. Yeah, those those were some... Those were some... Mm, those were some bad... Very bad... Uh, toe slams. Yeah, you can't even... No, you can't, you can't even do anything like that. Alright, well... Um... Let's just go to the news here that uh, now, since, you know, things have changed with the pandemic and the NBA season is going to start back up on December 22nd, it is now known that the WWE has to get out of the Orlando Magic Arena because they got to come play some basketball. So that means the, the, the WWE Thunderdome is moving to Tampa Bay's Tropicana Field beginning Friday, December 11th. I don't know if I like it. So, for those who don't know the the, the Tropicana Field, it's an indoor baseball stadium, which I I think is nuts. But this is a, the WWE is going to a baseball stadium again. So it looks like they're gonna have the Royal Rumble for the third year in a row in a baseball stadium. Yeah, but I don't I don't see. I guess I don't like it because now it's definitely not gonna feel special. When they have a pay per view or something different, because like the Raws usually, the Raws not even seeming special in a Thunderdome when they're in a, a normal sized arena. Now let them be in a big, this big stadium, well, baseball stadium. You know how lame Raws are gonna look in this big stadium and nothing really happening because they're trying to save stuff for fans. I mean, I I I I agree with you. I mean, I think it it, it all depends with like I don't know. Uh, you probably since you down there in Florida, you probably been to the Tropicana Field before, have you? Nah, not uh, nah, not the Tropicana. Okay, so like no. I said, so it's um, I, like I said, it's, it, I don't I don't ever usually hear of indoor baseball stadiums because that's just not what we do. But me personally, I'm like y'all could benefit from like AEW and do this shit outdoors because. That will be less of a spread because I think what's going to happen now is Vince is going to do what they're doing over in AEW, try to bring fans in. And if you are, if you got a stadium, I think they might for the Rumble will make sense for the Rumble. Yeah, because you are going to try to do the countdown. Uh-huh. You are going to try to do the countdown. You want to do you? You need the fans do the do the ten nine eight to do, to do the Rumble and get the pop. And I think that with a stadium, Vince's especially in Florida, they're going to try to. Spread it out as much as they possibly can. Like, I don't know how many people is in the AEW arenas, but like, how, like, what's their capacity? Probably like five hundred to a thousand, maybe less five, than that. I, five. I think it's I think it's a couple thousand in there. Yeah, 
Okay. Well, I'm gonna say because I mean maybe well, including the wrestlers and the wrestlers that place audience members in the front and the the whole rest, like the people in the back and all. It's a thousand, of course, but they only sell up to like 900 seats, maybe less. They probably just got to 900 like this week selling their mm. tickets. They've been they've been at a low number for a little while, under 500 for a little while. Uh huh. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I'm not mad at it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at at it all. I, I'm just curious about like uh, if they're going to bring the crowd. Like I said, will will it be like uh, the um, how, how, how would I say it? Uh, like like I know Vince will probably want to try to bring in like a couple of thousands of people in there. Probably gonna want to bring all the old legends too, trying to get them diseases and stuff. It's a possibility. You, you, you know, you know, it's a possibility. So I'm just saying. So oh, it's Tatanka. It's like really? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I'm just saying. I, I think it'll, I think it'll be dope to be in the baseball stadium, like I said, because. The way they be using the dugouts and the way they like walk up from a dwarf, I thought that was kind of dope when they did it that way. Yeah, I mean, I like it for a Royal or Rumble or pay per view, but not just a Raw or and a SmackDown. Yeah, like that's the part. Like, come on now, come on now, think about it. Two o five live in the baseball stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's first just... of all, don't they record two o five live in the Capital Wrestling? Uh, thing the, the PC. No, they're they recording in uh, what's SmackDown be at? What Raw be at? Oh wow! Uh-huh, yeah, put that into perspective. I, 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 honestly, I did not know that. Uh-huh. I didn't know it even until they just show, uh, shared a picture of the, uh, the Singh brothers who apparently still wrestle. Oh shit! Damn, the, the Singh brothers is a thing. And the Bollywood boys now. Oh, they they went back to the Bollywood boys. Yep. Ooh. One of them has long hair. One of them has short hair. Oof. Okay. <laughs> that's one. Of them, that's one. That's one. Of them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Type yeah. thing. Well, like I said, I, I think I think it'll be dope. And then once again, the WrestleMania will probably be there too. I think they're gonna try to go somewhere else. I think they might try to move next door for WrestleMania. It, it probably. Well, you know. Well, like I said. I think they need to. Why not try? If they if they are going to be that focused on this this thing, they need to try to focus on outdoors. Then that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about at least for WrestleMania. I think they're going to uh, try to go back to the stadium that they were trying to yeah. before. Yeah, they. Well, the, 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 I I do know that no matter where WrestleMania is at, they, they probably want to do it outdoors. They probably want to see, you know. By who knows what they can do by that time when it comes to fans, we don't just we don't we don't necessarily know yet. It's probably not gonna be able to do many. But if you can have some fans with with, with their mask on and you do it outdoors, because even though doing it period is not safe, but doing it outdoors will be a little bit more safer than doing it in an enclosed arena. They can do that. The only thing is they don't want to come to the East Coast because the East Coast is cold. It is. I mean, cold. 
that's why you try to stay in Florida. That's why do you want to stay in LA? Because you know, like they won't come to New York. First of all, Como won't let them come to New York, but um, and, and have WrestleMania or or anything out there like that. So, like I said, you you gotta you gotta go into the states that let's face it, that's gonna you know play a game. I don't even know. I think that's why they can't do California either. Uh, I think they shut down though. California, yeah. Well, so most like California, Pennsylvania, New York, Georgia, probably like the, Michigan. Those places are going to shut down. Those are the big city places. But when you got a state like Florida who don't give a shit, then you know, well then yeah, we're gonna go down there and do do what we want to do. So. Is it unfortunate? Yeah, but so I think that's what they're probably going to do. And then if we come WrestleMania time, they're going to probably just find another outdoor venue in Florida, or just go back to where it was supposed to be at WrestleMania Thirty Six in Tampa. Yeah, they're going just across the street. Across the street, uh, okay, yeah, James. yeah, yeah, Raven well, yeah, James Stadium. Across the street, you know, like down, like down the block. Yeah, know. they go do that, and then they could be outdoors. If they do that, though, don't do the pirate theme twice. I would they don't hate have that. to change the logo because they didn't last year. Would you say what? They're gonna have to change the logo because they did the same one last year. So it's probably it's probably just gonna be a generic WrestleMania. Oh, that's suck. I'm like, it's not gonna be like WrestleMania. It's gonna be like WrestleMania. Yeah, because it, it, last year they had the whole pirate theme, and I'm like, now I'm like, oh god, don't don't do it twice because we're we gonna be in the same place. Well, at least, I don't at, think at least they can help Hollywood. because it's. I don't think they can help because it's literally a huge pirate ship in the stadium built into it. I, I know because it's, it's the Buccaneers, you know. Uh, but it, it's, it's like, oh, WrestleMania thirty-seven, the right way. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want that. Okay. All right, real quick, do we get an, an, an appearance by Gronk since they're in his house? Stop now? it! Stop it! We're done. I'm so, so, I'm saying so, so you don't think Gronk is going to come back now that they in Tampa for No, for man, time. he don't need to come back. Yo, screw him. Not he, come back, but you know, like, yeah. now he, which I can make an appearance now since I'm in, since y'all in Tampa. I can, no. I can do more stuff. You know how they like to try to incorporate uh, Gronk, especially now that he playing? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm done. <laughs> so you don't think, so you don't think Vince is going to try to get Gronk while they're in Tampa? Or he don't think he's going to try to get Tom Brady to roll up all true so that they can say that Tom Brady was on their TV. You don't think they're going to try to do that? They may do that. I'll be honest with you. They may try for Tom Brady. I'm not going to lie. They don't That's a marketing idea. They can say, hey, we had Tom Brady on. He won our championship. That's, you know, you know some people apparently might see that and go, hey, okay. I don't know who, but... <laughs> some people, some people might see it and say, "Hey, that's cool. They got Tom Brady on there." You know what? We 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 put it like that. And those are the two people Vince is looking for. You're right for his product, and I, not the rest of the fans that have been watching for years. I, I I agree with you on that one. People Vince seeks out for, and he preys on them, and not the millions of people that's been watching his product for like years. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it, but yeah, some things you just you know can't understand. But we got to move on to the Wednesday Night War. If you guys have seen it, 
already on YouTube. You guys can skip ahead about 44 minutes, but we always add this part part of the podcast. So let's get into me and Prime's uh, Wednesday Night War. We got a lot of good things happening on NXT and AEW. So let's get on into it right now. What's going on, YouTube? It's SCA, place to be channel train, Mr. A and E, and also not Deion Sanders at prime time. What's going on, y'all? It's me, it's me, the P R I M E. All right, we are back here for the Wednesday Night War. So, Wednesday Night War this week, we got a couple things going on. Big main event, big implications, big two huge women matches on each side of the card. But the main event for Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. And also on the AEW side, we have uh, Dunder Rose and Serena Deeb. Also, we have Inner Circle going to Vegas as well. So, we got a lot of things to talk about. So, might as well start off with NXT. This past week, uh, this past thing. So, uh, NXT obviously starts off with uh, what happened last week on NXT. Of course, John Gargano wants his uh, his rematch against Leon Ruff, and then to tonight also we're going to hear from the champion Finn Balor. What's going on well, with him? So, uh, we saw we saw off the night John Gargano versus Leon Ruff for the North American Championship, and on this one, uh. Leon Ruff is trying to be a little bit more, you know, competitive. But I'm like, no, it's not happening, bro. And uh, Gorgano uh, is uh, the same way he tried to win last time with a crucifix pin. Gorgano reversed that, gives him a torpedo. But at the top of the ramp, it's Damian Priest. He's sitting there just looking at him. And then uh, Gorgano hits the uh, the one final beat onto Leon Ruff, about to pin him. And then Damian Priest pulls Leon Ruff from outside and says, sorry, kid. Gives him a forearm right to the face, and then Leon Ruff is out. But since he hit Leon Ruff, that means he gets disqualified, but keeps his North American championship. Of course, of, of course. course. So now that Gorgano won the match, but does not win the belt, so Gorgano now is pissed. So uh, <clears throat> we go on next to. Oh, first of all, so are you enjoying the whole story with a uh, Leon no. Ruff? Kind of, huh? No, no. I, I, as of now, I think I think it's, it's some way to get new character over. Obviously, it in my prediction. You know how we can get new characters over? Say what? You know how we can get new characters over? How? By knowing who they are first. Yeah. Well, I understand. Yeah. It, well, you know, NXT don't ever have have no shock value to it. So I will give them, you know, for having Leon. Leon yeah, I mean, or, Jake Atlas went in would have made sense. So somebody that's lower that we still know. But. I don't even know who this guy is. Oh, you're right. It's kind of like the same with, with, with Rich Swan almost. But uh, he's not going to hold it past War Games. You know that. Hopefully not. Well, yeah, sure. I'm yeah, surprised. Since we talked about it, I'm surprised War Games was in December 2nd. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? I'm surprised that too. But uh, it's on it's on December 6th, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll give him a chance to breathe or something like that. So, you know, I don't know. Uh Next up, in a blindfold match, we have Dexter Loomis taking on Cameron Grimes. So, okay, see, I didn't even see this match. So, cool. Uh, well, they both had the blindfolds on. Dexter Loomis is just standing in the ring with his blindfold on, looking extremely creepy. Uh, Cameron Grimes try, trying to go around and try to find who where he is. He he finds somebody, but it's referee and takes referee down. Beats up the referee, takes off the mask, and realizes that it's not Dexter Loomis, but. He didn't take off his mask, and as he's trying to creep around Dexter Loomis, you can see Dexter Loomis' head kind of turn. 
So he tries to go for the cave in. Luma sidesteps him and then clotheslines him. And then he takes off the mask and it, 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 it kind of fights to the outside. Cameron Grimes escapes over the cage and runs off. And that's just the way the match ends. So, so real quick, I'm going to tell you, you probably seen this match. The worst probably blindfold match I've seen is James Storm and um and uh the Wildcat. Probably the worst blindfold match I've ever seen. I don't like blindfold matches. Like the blindfold kept falling off. <laughs> <laughs> swear. They had to keep putting it back on. It's, it, oh my gosh. If you just go to blindfold match James Storm versus Wildcat Chris Harris, you'll be like, ah. You know, I think I heard that match too, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's not." It was in a cage. Oh, uh, it, it, was it on lockdown? Yes. Oh, see, no. Lockdown two thousand seven. No, we we we're not doing that. <laughs> uh, we get backstage promos about how Shazi Blackheart is talking about how Kansas is going to need an arm because come December sixth at War Games, they're going to be going to war, and uh, it's just coming in a few weeks, so they got to be able to pick their team. So we're going to have. Uh, a women's war games match of Team Shazi Blackheart versus Team uh, Candice LeRae. Both women who, in hardcore environments, it's, it's going to be want four on four, right? Say what? It's going to be four on four. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think I think I kind of already know who the teams may be. Yeah, I think it was Shotzi, Eo, Rhea, and uh, Amber Moon versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai. Raquel Gonzalez and Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, how about I say they're not gonna have an NXT women's match on that card, so might as well. So yeah, that's not a women's championship match. You're right. Uh, so we have uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell taking on Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. So tag team. Just real quick. Just real quick. By mm-hmm. the way, why would EO care? They would have to do something to EO, right? They they would. Because, like, why would EO just say, yeah, I'm going to join you in this match and, and just hurt myself for no reason? Well, like, well, like, like I said, well, once we get to the end of the night, the main event, so you don't spoil night, you know, so I, yeah. I, I'll give yeah. my theories to, okay. you know, what, what it could be. But, uh, uh, Case Guys takes up, takes most of the heat, and then, uh, she tags in Caden Carter. She, uh, Caden, uh, tries to, um, uh, pull up on uh, I forgot, I forgot what she did. I know uh, Candice LeRae comes in and stops on Carter and it gives one of them stops and it basically beat them for the matchup. So it was kind of awful match. I was kind of working at the same time and going back and forth uh, between this match and AEW. So, uh, but Candice LeRae, Keith Cazaro get the win here. And then we get a little brief preview of uh, Oroto Ruiz. I know I pronounced his name wrong, but he's been on Raw Underground. He's been in NXT before, but he's coming up next against your boy, Kushida. Uh. <laughs> so uh, this match uh, was, was pretty cool, but it was actually kind of quick when uh, Kushida is unable to uh, lock his hold in, but then uh, he, he tries to, he um, rolls up Ruza for a pinfall and wins the matchup. So Kashida Kish- Kish- wins the matchup. So uh, you, you have any thoughts on the matchup? Kashida's been beating. Kashida's been beating everybody else clean, but he can't win to this guy with a roll up. Is that well, what you're telling me? Oh man, my, my camera fell over. 
No, uh, what I think is happening is that obviously they're trying to build up a um, homeboy. And since they're trying I to build him up, maybe Kachita was just beating everybody clean, and now he can barely get a roll up against this guy. But, uh, but we don't know, know that. That's what I'm saying. They're trying to build this guy. You know, every time they, they say they're beating next, that, that person usually gets to win, unless your name is Dan Mather. So yeah, but why would you? Why would you? Do a debut next against somebody that y'all are already pushing red hot is what I'm basically trying to trying to figure out. That I I don't know him. He still yeah, got the like, That's like yeah, we're gonna build Bianca Belair up. We're gonna say debut next Bianca Belair against the champion Sasha Banks or or when she was going for the championship. Mm-hmm. But Sasha loses. It's like well, like, both of them kind of don't help. It don't help none of them basically. Gotcha. Another tag team matchup player where we got uh, the two women, Ember Moon and Tony Stone, try to put the differences aside. They said they take on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. It might be five then. Say what? It might. It could be five or EO just not in it. I don't think EO going to be in it. Okay, so then Tony Stone. Yeah, so I don't think EO going to be in it. Uh, first of all, so we got we got my team of Little Thickness and Cake back there. Mm-hmm. Ember Moon and Tony Storm. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez hits a nasty big boot on Ember Moon to the outside. She sells it like death, and then she stands on the apron, rolls her back in for uh, a two count. But then Ember Moon uh, fights back, and then gives her Karan to Dakota Kai. She tags in and tags in Tony Storm. Tony Storm is uh, doing the dirty work, taking out everybody. Ember Moon does dive through the ropes to take out Raquel Gonzalez and Tony uh, Dakota Kai. Uh, lays out Tony Storm, but as she goes to go pick her up, Tony Storm gets the roll up, and then Tony Storm and Ember Moon win the matchup, which uh pisses off obviously Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. But then Indy Hartwell and then uh Candice LeRae jump Ember Moon and Dakota Kai to ring, and Raquel Gonzalez gives them both one arm power bombs. That's why I was thinking that Rhea and uh Eo got nothing to do with this matchup because mm-hmm. that's how I was trying to wait, wait till we got to this part. But I think it's going to be Ember and Tony Storm going to join Team uh, Shazi Blackheart, which I think will be dope in the first anyway. Because the only because Shazi and Cancel Ray, they're going to be the ones that's going to try to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Like Shazi Blackheart, you know, when we top of that cage, they're going to do a centile. Like, yeah, I hope y'all catch her. Or don't. Look, don't do that. This would be a girl, man. This would be a girl. I, don't know, I know what I'm seeing. Did you see her? Di- you see her diet of all. I mean, I we, all, we all know is yeah. We all know it's better when she dies than when things go right. That's just the way it is. I was in the the third row. Listen to me. I was in the third row at the Evolution show uh, when she dove through the ropes into that pile of chairs. Mm-hmm. I was right there. I heard, I was like that. Hurt. I felt all that. I seen that. Like, you may actually be able to see me on TV if y'all see me that. But um, we are <clears throat> going back to commercial. We see Pete Dunne, Pat McAvee, Danny Burch, Ronnie Lorcan uh, showing up at the arena because you know they haven't heard from. Perhaps to Pat McAfee for making Danny Burch and Odin Lorcan good personalities. He, yo, he, he is. Pat McAfee's doing a great job. He really is. Like this man can tell is a fan. We'll uh, get him later on, so I, I yes. won't ruin. Yes, T- uh, Timothy Thatcher taking on August Gray. Uh, t- uh, 
this match was really, really much another that Timothy Thatcher just does a lot, a lot of submissions, submissions and makes great tap out. And then after the matchup, Ciampa gets in the ring and they stare at each other. And then uh, Timothy Thatcher says, I ain't got no problem with you. And leaves the ring. Ciampa continues to stare down Timothy Thatcher, which that should be a good rivalry. Thatcher and uh, Ciampa. It's not for me. Not for you? Are you, 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 are you not a fan of Timothy Thatcher? No, I'm not. Okay. There's nothing wrong with him. His style is just like a. I just don't like his style when it matches with other people's. Like I don't him and Chompa's. I don't want to see him and Chompa's style mixed together. Maybe that's just me though. So maybe the match could be match of the year. Who knows? Who knows? Who? But we don't know yet. Uh, backstage, Leon. This happened actually kind of a little bit earlier, but Leon. Uh, Dan Priest talking to, to William Regal, and Leon Rowe comes in there talking about some man. I just heard you don't you don't respect me, you know. And if you don't respect me, if I can't be North American Championship, why am I go out there and try to defend the title? You know, and that's because you just have the title. And then Priest said, Lord, they didn't like that. They said, oh, okay, they slaps him. And then Priest gets pissed and said, You're going to respect me. So now we're coming up to Dan Priest comes out for a match, but Gorgano attacks Priest. So now they get in the ring and they're uh, wrestling and fighting each other. And then all of a sudden, Leon Huff comes down. Leon Huff comes down and attacks both. Uh, uh, Gorgano and Damian Priest and knocking him off the ropes, and then he's holding the title up. But then they both look at him like, "No, this." It's kind of like how remember when the Hurricanes about to choke slam Stone Cold and Triple H in the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and it was just like, "Wait a minute, this little dude ain't about to do this." So they about to go in the ring and attack him, but he he flies outside the ring. So this le- leads me to believe that at War Games is going to be a triple threat match between Priest, Gorgano, and Huff. Where Damian Priest will win his title back, I'm assuming. Yes, I think I can say, because he's there to take the pinfall. But uh, it's like okay, he he had he had decent run, but there's no way in the world that Leon Huff is holding on to that belt. He's just not doing it. It's just like you said, it, it was a if good shot. Does, if he does, then I'd rather him lose it to Swerve. Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool, but you no, know, I think they're gonna give Swerve the cruiserweight first before they give him the North American. So uh, should be done with the uh he should be done with the cruiserweight, shouldn't he? I mean, yeah, he should. I mean, he should have been up to the North America in the first place, but you know. We 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 gotta we gotta see what happens. We get a recap of what happened last week with the whole Boa and Raquel Gonzalez thing. And um Commissioner Regal goes to uh the house of Boas. And he, he said that um he has reports to the, the PC, you know, where's Zaya Lee, what's going on with like that. And then uh he he keeps saying that she's coming. He said uh she's coming. And that's all he gets. It goes the door right there in Re, uh Regal's face. So I'm just like okay. So um backstage uh, Leon Ruff approaches William Regal and asks that he, he has no idea what he's doing. He says he's sick of being treated like a joke. He wants Gorgano and Priest. So, like I said, this probably is going to happen at War Games, which is going to be December 6th. So, not that far from, you know, a couple weeks. Like Thanksgiving is next week, and next thing you know, bam, we're going we're gonna to be there. NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley take uh, – Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. Would I tell you damn good matchup bodies too? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a damn good matchup by these two. Both yep. women uh, did a, a immense amount of selling. One uh, one point where 
Io Shirai does a sunset flip to Rhea Ripley on the apron and power bombs her through the announce table. That okay. was sick. I didn't even see that one coming. The power bomb through the table. They, I think it's a, maybe the third or fourth time they used the table like in history. Uh huh. So yeah, that's good when they used the table. There been a lot there falls. To, so as Rhea Ripley is crawling back in from being counted for the table, Io Shirai hits her moonsault on Rhea Ripley and pins Rhea. Mm-hmm. I did not see that coming. I I thought tonight it, Rhea Ripley was going to win the nah. NXT. Huh? Come you on. think so? No. Nah. No, nah, if we're gonna wait till December second, now we start. But no. So so this December second. The real if EO ends up having a match. EO ends up having a match on December second. She's gonna win. So do you think they're gonna they're gonna okay because they they gotta book a heavy show for December second, but it's also gotta be their go home show to War Games. You don't just wait for War Games to do the match. No, because. They they're not gonna have a women's championship match at War Games. So if Re- if EO is in a championship match and she's gonna lose the So Ishara is the winner. Rhea Ripley and Ishara shake hands after the match they had a both deep respect for each other and it was a really good matchup. Mm-hmm. But then as EO's leaving, Finn Balor comes out and says that you know um let's get down to business. He hasn't been seen since he had broke his jaw in two places against Kyle O'Reilly. And then uh, Pat McAfee and his group come out and taunt Finn Balor and they talk about how they have t- 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 taken out Drake Maverick and Killing Dane and Bree Zongo and the Undisputed Era and like that. And then uh, he, McAfee and the group surround the ring. And, if, and then uh, he said, if Finn respects NXT, he will hand their title over to them. And then uh, – Finn Balor. So, so which one of them would get it? Pete Dunne? Pete Dunne. It got to be Pete Dunne. I'm just saying, you know, Dunne. Pat McAfee would be like, yeah, I, I get the title, buddy, and nobody's going to fight for this title or something like that. That seems like something he, nah, that he'll do. That, 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 that will be what he'd do, but I'm like, no, he got he to gotta, he gotta go to Pete Dunne because uh, McAfee's like the MVP, like he, like MVP is in the Hurt Business. He's that talker. I mean, he can wrestle, but yeah, he, he's, he's that talker. Yeah, like MVP fought for the United States Championship like five or six times. And Bobby Lashley didn't fight for no title. Yeah, exactly. Finn <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Balor says, it's easy for, for the mice to play when the cat is away, but now the cat is back. And look what it dragged in. And then all you hear is the shock, the system. And then we get Undisputed Era is back. And mm-hmm. then all, all, all four when they come down there yeah. and they just start cleaning house and they have a big brawl. And I it's like... Huh? I like the fact that Pat McAfee is actually involved. Yes. I love that fact that he's actually throwing punches and getting punched. I like, because usually when they have the quote unquote celebrities, they just sit there and let everybody, let everybody else get beat up. Yeah. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm going to do the little thing with Adam Cole. And then, of course, he got beat yeah, up. Adam Cole, like, not the one who's ass. So it, it was great. And uh, on the outside, on, on W Network or uh, W.com exclusive, they announced that it's going to be a war against matching the Undisputed Era. Versus Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Burch. So that should be a good one. Even I'm looking forward to the women's one more. But that did, I'm actually that, looking forward to this one more because Pat McAfee gonna jump off of something. He got to. You know what? Pat McAfee just is crazy enough to to try that stuff. He he ain't Gronkowski. He's not gonna be up there scared of ten feet. I, I, Pat McAfee like he he will take 
a, a dive. This man is in his second match and get having a war games match. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? And I guarantee he's gonna be the one to get pinned. He's getting he's getting pinned. I don't think so. You want to back if he's gonna get pinned? They're not no. gonna pin be done. No, but I don't think McAfee is gonna get the pin. You you, uh, you did they may win it? I think Danny Birch on the Lorca might get that might get pinned. If they okay. if they get I just see them like torturing McAfee, but then like sacrificing him to like throwing him to the side and then actually winning, beating one of them. Who knows? You know, and who knows? But I think it's gonna be a dope story because like, it's been dope so far. Did Adam Cole get pinned like two years in a row? <laughs> no, Adam Cole is always involved in a decision. Yeah, I know that for sure. Because uh, the, f- the first one he got pinned, or is- what? Whatever what happened to Ricochet, he got pinned. Yeah. And the other one against uh Santa that he was the one that did the pinfall. Mm-hmm. And then against Kevin Owens, he was the one that got pinned. So it's always him in the decision. It's amazing how Undisputed Air has been in every single war games match. I like it. I, it's I the mean, Undisputed Air match. Yeah, you know, that's what it probably should be called it. That's what it probably should be called it. So it's going it's gonna be a, a, a banging ass war game. So now it's time to go over to, of course, WWE. Dynamite. So, uh, Dynamite, we, we, we got a lot of things that, that go on here. Uh, I did miss a couple things with Dynamite, so I need your little help here. Okay. And, uh, I missed the contract sign between Kenny Omega and Moxley. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I must have missed something good. And I missed uh, the Young Bucks taking on Top Flight, Security okay. World, Craig. Okay, okay. So... I, of course, we start off with the Young Bucks taking on top flight, Darius mm-hmm. and Dante Martin. So, other than the Young Bucks winning, uh, what much happened? Their name is Top Flight, which they were not lying. It's high flying, flippity doos, and duty dee-dahs, and all that type of stuff. It's so, the FTR hates, right? Basically, that's basically what it was. It was a all right, I'm going to do a suicide dive and put him in the corner. All right, now I'm going to go and jump over the rope. All right, now I'm going to go back. and It's like it's like somewhat similar of the Motor City Machine Guns offense, but they actually do the move. Like yeah. Motor City Machine Guns, they, they do like the fake, and they fake you out. It's like they go, one person do the move, then one person get him up and hold him. He do the move, then he hold him, then he go, and go off the ropes, and he hold him. It's like they, it's like they playing ping pong. It's like, okay, we get it. Hmm. <laughs> Well, yeah, the Young Bucks basically just wanted to show what they can do, what the other team can do. Uh, so yeah, they they um yeah they solid. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with them. Uh, they might get better push than Private Party is getting. Oh, I, I love you. I I'm never gonna give up my, my Private Party. They got Matt Hardy. I'm on not giving up on them, but I'm saying their, I guess their character, quote unquote, could be more of a pushable thing than just we we like to drink party and they're saying water and we like Matt Hardy. Gotcha. Well, it's time to see what's going on in Vegas with the Inner Circle, MJF, and Warlow. Well, Cam was saying they're all Inner Circle. So what I like, I like this whole segment. They all get to Vegas, and then it's kind of like, you know, the, the reality shows. Or when somebody goes to Vegas, they're like, welcome to Inner Circles in Vegas. And they show the Vegas skyline and everything, and they're walking around. So uh, the whole time that they show clips of these guys walking around, Jake Hager <laughs> And Warlow are staring at each other. I like it. That's funny. That was great. They were so when they saying, "Welcome to Vegas." They were both like, "Welcome to Vegas." 
Exactly. Yeah, but they keep they keep their eyes on each other the whole time, which I thought was like, just like great storytelling nah. that they don't trust Warlow <laughs> or MJF at all. <laughs> the first slow motion, the one that they did the first time, and they walk in the slow motion, you still got JK and Warlow looking at each other, but then you got like everybody else all hugged up in the front. I don't know. Exactly. Like, <laughs> this whole thing, this whole thing was funny. Um it, it was. I'm trying to think of what they did. They went to the uh so, Casino, right? They went to the casino uh, to, mm-hmm. to, to, to play craps, and then they went to the bar. And Jericho and MJF did the whole steak thing with the bartender. And then mm-hmm. they went from asking for, you know, uh, first of all, uh, MJF asks for two sl- slippery nipples. Yeah, and then Jericho yeah. asks for a, something else, and then they, they get harder liquor, harder I liquor. Say, that's why they say whiskey. I thought that was like one of the ones that people say. You say what whiskey? Yes. Well, well, that they kind of got to the, it's not whiskey, but it, when, when they go to like you know, let's get the shot of shape burb or stuff like that. When you get to that 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 whole dry shit, and then with Jericho asks for the the hundred percent grain Everclear, like just pure alcohol, just like after the moonshine because moonshine is one of the strongest things, and then that that hundred percent stuff that that corn liquor stuff that my dad would drink. So they get a shot at it. They drinking it down. Obviously, it's like water or something. They drinking it down, and then they was just like that looked like a big shot. I ain't gonna even lie to you. It was, yeah, it, it was a whole whole thing. They drunk it all down, and they were both like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> he said, "My inside is burnt." Uh, that was great. As they're still walking and stumbling, and they and see- I like the slow motion when they're stumbling as well. Because Jericho literally yeah. almost fell over this uh clown dude, whoever that was in the front. Exactly, I thought it was cool. And then uh, Hager and Warlow still say each other. And then, uh, of course, uh, Santana Ortiz said, "Look, man, we got somebody here to help turn this party up." And who gets out the car? Of course, it's Conan. Conan <laughs> about to be about about it. So Conan is back, dude. What happened to Conan? Man, he got old, got a gut now. He was old then. <laughs> he was old in the nineties. What are you talking about? What happened uh, to Conan? It was like forty in the nineties. Yeah. So he had to be he had to be forty at least forty in the nineties. I'm about to say so when Conan was doing the Wolfpack thing, he was in his forties. You say he had to be a thirty five because that that man is old, but he's still bad and bad. So he's like he's like what 60, 60 in the sixties at least. My God, well he that's Papa Chulo right there. So. They, they had a they green start, day. That's what they call it, a green day. They start blowing in the car. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they get out, and then he was just like, yo, man, Chris, why I see a dragon? He said, Cody, there's not no dragon. He said, there was that over there. He's like, oh, my God, I see a dragon. It's somebody in, in, a, in a dragon suit. Are we supposed to believe album. that they just blew it up? Are we supposed to believe they all blew it up? Exactly. That's <laughs> funny, And then they, they're drinking, and, and uh, the Civic was like, I don't like you. He said, what you mean you don't like me? He says, no, I don't like you. They start laughing. So that's the end of part one. We're going to come to part two later on. So now we get to oh, well, first of all, John Moxley cuts a uh, cuts a promo in the bag where he drops some big news like nonchalantly, and it's just like let me tell you. He said, "I'll tell you about a story." My dad picking me up from the police station, and Moxley says, "His dad told him something he would never forget that we're the good guys," and I'm like. Hmm, what's that referring to? But uh, moving on. So uh, I didn't get that part of it either. That part of the segment either. To what? 
I didn't get that part of the segment either. If we're the good guys, I was just like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, so are you saying the police are not the good guys? Are you saying uh, I don't understand? I'm like, I, I said there's too many in the windows right there. I said I'm gonna leave that shit alone. But uh, he said, but you know, Omega is scared me. He said, you know, he, he he's grown for 16 years. Oh, and he just casually drops that Renee Young's pregnant. Yep. So now each member of the Shield got a baby. Roma just had twins. Mm-hmm. And then Roman got five, man. He got five now, but he just had like the newborn's twins. Seth yeah. Ross about to have, have his baby next month. And then now Moxie and them they're expecting, bruh. I'm telling you, 20 years, new the new shield is happening. I don't think they're gonna be I don't even think they're gonna be friends, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't mean it's gonna be I don't think they're gonna be friends at all. Hey, we see reunion shows, man. Things happen. They're just like, hey, our guys used to hang out. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's that'd be that'd be like the extent of them talking. Yeah, well, oh, 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 Moxie thinks he's the best wrestler in the world. He's not scared of Omega. Orange Cassidy is up, uh, taking on Kip Saban. Uh, good matchup here. Penelope Ford's on the outside. Oh, come on, you can't, you cannot skip that. Say what? You cannot skip Penelope. Oh no, I, I said she was on the outside. Yeah, I said put Penelope Ford on the outside. Never stop. Booker T said. <laughs> Booker T. I, I'm, I should use a Booker T quote, but I'm not. So keep it going. Chuck it up and crack quack? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, Orange Cassidy fights off the swing of that breaker, uh, but gets a knee to the face. And then uh, he traps him in that uh, orange hook that he, he tried to get Jericho in for the victory. Last time it looks better with Kip yeah, Sabian. I think it's called the mouse trap. Oh, my bad. I no, know. I said I think that's what it's called. I don't know if it's called that for sure. Okay, well, he he got he got him in that, and then he wins. So, uh, one Diamero comes down <laughs> and uh, his Adi dies and gets him a hard clothesline, which gave my wife a little chuckle. And then the best friends come and chase him outside. Of the ring, just real quick. Did you see that like video that that came out with them for yeah. AEW that that they did for AEW? What? It's like a revolution video. It's like it starts off with Nala Rose and she's like destroying the Jaguar with a sledgehammer. No, I did not see that. You didn't see that? Oh, okay, I think it's, it's a good look. It's yeah. like a two minute video, basically just it's like a music video of AEW, basically. Oh, okay. Oh, that I gotta see that. Kind of like the general Raku, the general. No, not that. Not a music video, but a video oh. like when I get first year, and this is uh, what you think is yet to come, or you know, this is only our first year, and we don't know this. What you think is next? Type of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's, a lot of things is coming. Uh, part two of the inner circle of Vegas. So then, uh, they're on the roof. Eric Jericho makes a toast and welcomes Elvis to the inner circle. They're all drunk. And Jeff uh, makes a, uh, a speech, you know, so he, he appreciates everybody. And then he was like, you know, we're blood brothers. And Sammy's like, okay, good. Let me cut my hand. We could be actual blood brothers. They're like, yo, calm down, Sammy. So then they all went up in the hotel. Uh, Jericho was like, yo, what, you know, Elvis, what's happening, Elvis? Uh, Sammy Guevara sleep in a, in a, uh, fountain. a fountain. And then and Jeff uh, was in the bathtub. Yeah. So everybody's waking up like, what the hell happened? And, um, then you have Ortiz out there pumping yeah. this iron. But I got he got a shirt that said "Bride" on. <laughs> what? 
and then uh, MJF got all this stuff written on his face uh, that I, I guess it's Sammy Guevara uh, wrote. And then um, it said like soft or something like that. Yeah. So uh, Jericho and Santana find horse swaggle or swaggle in a diaper, and that's where, where the segment ends. I'm like, they didn't even freak. acknowledge that it was horse swaggle. They just said, yes, a baby. We know who it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately. So maybe they'll continue next week. I'm not sure. No, no, because they but they actually are in Vegas, though. Well, they actually were in Vegas, though. So I kind of like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Vegas still open. You know, <laughs> Philly about to close down again. So, and you know, everything's still open in Florida where y'all at. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Tag versus the blade is up next. Uh with, with Eddie Kingston. No commentary. Yep. Oh, actually, when is the uh contract signing segment? Is it before this or after this? Uh the contract segment, honestly, it comes up uh actually after what they have listed here after this. Is we have the the women's t- the NWA women's title, then mm-hmm. you know uh, Brian Cage and Ricky Stark. So, uh, well, I just you know, well, honestly, yeah. that's my fault. After Orange Cassidy was the contract signing, then it went to the inner circle thing. So we can okay. talk about the um, okay. contract signing. Well, all right, cool. Um, basically, Kenny Omega came out with his. He had like a you know how he had a different intro this week. His intro was like. His intro was nice this week. I ain't gonna even lie. As a as a, a heel or whatever you want to be, it was like he like John Moxley is undefeated this year. Unlike John Moxley, he is in the Hall of Fame of the <laughs> Wrestling Observer News. He has studied in North Carolina. It was a, just like different stuff. I don't know. I like this week, but um, he uh, he came out, signed the contract. Moxley was found backstage, beat up, and his nose is bloody. And Omega was like, first it was your arm, now it's your nose. What's gonna be next? I don't know, but I'm gonna be there. Or are you? And that was it. He just walked off. Oh wow. Uh, and I might as well add this segment because I don't know when it comes up. But uh, Brandy Rose is just walking and gets attacked by Jade Cargill. Oh well, actually, yes. The the uh, oh. Jade Cargill comes right after the pack match. Oh well, okay. Well, I just said early anyway. Uh, weirdly enough. Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero are helping her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. At least they was keeping the referees away, which I thought they broke up last week too, but all right. Cool. Yeah, she put Brandy Rose's arm into the chair and then she they, they she steps on the arm and then coming to Brandy's Red Rescue's Big Swole. And I like sure. how Big Swole comes and Big Swole at the top of Big Swole here comes to like Jay Cargill's chest. Yeah, no, she got she tall, especially with heels on. Yeah, yeah, and and then she could not be bothered any less. She was like, "Yeah, sure, you gonna do something to me, sure." And and look good too. So hey, uh, pack, but you know, uh, I know we're going a little out of order, but pack versus uh the blade with Eddie mm-hmm. Kingston on commentary. Uh, I said the blade didn't have much chance in this matchup here. Uh, uh-huh. pack, uh, did they, I did for- like Eddie on commentary though. So. Oh yeah, he was great on commentary. Goes for a superplex, and he tried to go for a black arrow, but he hits a, a shooting star press off the top, and then okay. puts uh, 
uh, blade into uh, it's not the rings of Xander, but it's called the, the brutalizer. Uh, brutalizer, and he goes for the win. So after the matchup, uh, I didn't the- like these after. I didn't. I didn't like the after match uh, segment. Let's see. We have the butcher comes down, but the pack is a super kick, and then Ray Phoenix comes down because Ray Phoenix uh, came down looking drunk. Like he could not get his footing. He was falling all over the place. He did. I was just like, "Whoa, he's he tripping this shit." I don't know what was going on, but Eddie Kingston was in there beating up uh Pack, and all of a sudden he he comes to try to save Pack because they had that death triangle group, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we we, we hear Ray Phoenix, uh, not Ray Phoenix, uh, Rick, uh, Penta. damn it, Penta. Pentagon coming down, yeah. and we're like, "What's going to happen? Is he going to hit his brother, or is he going to go to Kingston?" Though? And he does. He goes out and kicks in the butcher blade. So all over the place as well. <laughs> what? Penta is tripping all over the place as well. Yeah. So that means we're going to have a six man tag team match soon. Yeah, I, I assume that's what that was leading to. I'm assuming Pac was going to get the Death Triangle back in at Kingston, which is going to keep butchering the blade. Yeah. So It'd be interesting. At least they they might actually have six man titles now because they got a lot of six man teams. If you want to count their lead. Oh, I'm not saying now, I'm saying they have enough six man teams if they wanted to do that. But I don't think they didn't do it now. That's that's way down the line. I remember when Lucha Underground did it, the six man tag, but I'm like, uh, that ain't, go, ain't going over for, for, for me like I wanted to. So, let's see the here or there. NWA Women's title, Serena D taking on Thunder Rosa. Of course, I don't like, sorry, the, wait, what you gonna say? You don't like what? I like how they treat the NWA women's division better than their women's division. I I was just about to say that I agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, however, I thought this match was going to be slightly longer. Okay, yeah. but well, but it is a women's match on AEW, so yeah. So, um, as a uh, Rosa hits a, a butterfly suplex for a two count. Uh, I'm sorry, the attire is just amazing. Yes. First of all, both women are out here. You know, much respect. I already know there was going to be a hands down a good matchup uh, mm-hmm. by these two. Um, Deep ends with, with a net breaker, and then uh, hits a spear on the apron. Uh, then, but then uh, the Rosa goes back and hits a German suplex. It, it's a lot of stuff on, uh, going on. It hits a drop kick, sending Serena uh, to the floor. But outside there is Reba. Do you watch with Britt Baker, and then. Uh, Rip Baker hits a, a nut breaker on a Thunder Rosa on the apron, and then Serena Deeb comes in, hits her power bomb. Rosa does kick out. She does. Mm-hmm. But then uh hits a double stop, but uh they go back and forth, and Serena Deeb finally does hit a arm capture pedigree, which I was like, that's a thing. But I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it, it looks kind of dope. Thing. And Beats Thunder Rosa. So uh, the match only uh, was just under the 13 minutes. It, it says 13.25 here. So. That's a long match for, for the women on AEW. So I'll take it. It is. Uh, but after the match, Thunder Rosa goes after Britt Baker and starts attacking her. Those are the barricades. And then uh, they started fighting with the crowd's chain and let them fight. So Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, to tell you why I don't like it. Because Britt Baker should be going for the world title, so we can actually, you know, see the world title more. Oh, you're talking about the AEW title, right? Yeah, what's the point of y'all having the champion? Y'all just put her in the crowd every week just so she can smile and say, Hi, I'm here. I mean, I, like I said, 
even though you know say AW's been doing good, one thing AW needs to work on is definitely, definitely their women's division. Yeah, because like you just literally had a champion that every week y'all put her on dark just to smile and look at the camera, and that's it. Like, all right. Yeah, well, uh, whatever. Uh, so now we get uh, John Silver and Anna J cut a promo backstage. Brody Lee has demanded Anna J receive a shot at Sheeta next week, so that's probably gonna happen. Uh, uh, main event Brian Cage and Ricky Starr taking on Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen in a tag team matchup. Fun tag team matchup here. Our answer gets ejected because he t- he uh. Threw a chair in the ring. I don't want to come back and hit him. Question. Question. What's up? Did not see the end of this match. Did I see a typo on what the finish was? Depends on what the typo you're looking at. It said he hit a drill clock from the top rope. That's not a typo. He hit a drill clock from that's the top rope. A, that's not a typo at all. So they just gave that away on TV. They gave that away on TV. It was the Darby Allen, right? Yeah, of course. Cody ain't taking that shit. Not, not at all. Uh, there, there's a double German suplex in the corner with Darby holding Ricky Starks and then Ryan Cage suplexes, German suplexes Darby Allen. Uh, a lot of back and forth stuff here. But uh, as Darby Allen's going on the top rope to try to go for a, you know, call for a job, Cage jumps and gives him, Ricky Starks holds onto his leg. Cage jumps and gives him the high knee. And then he picks up uh, Darby Allen it hits a drill claw from the top rope, and Darby Allen falls so hard he like pops back up in a standing position and falls to the other side. It it was a yeah, sick okay. it, was, it was a sick bump. I will say that for a Brian Cage pay per view match, and if anybody kicks out of that, then that's just oh no 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 that's you, you that's... so uh, Team Taz wins. But T.T. starts attacking Darby Allen and Cody, and then here comes to the rescue Will House with a chair and takes out uh, Team Taz, and then he holds up the uh, FTW Championship of Brian Cages. As Cody gets up, he hits Cody with the championship. I called it. I called it. Will Hobbs attacks Cody. Say what? I think everybody seen that coming. Like after, well, not everybody seen it coming, but like after a while, people was like, "Oh, maybe he's just gonna join Taz." So, I just want to know if I can get my credit for calling it. Sure, sure, get the credit. He, he, I called it was gonna happen, and uh, he, they attack because they just said, "Will Hobbs is in action next week." I said, "No," nah, because he he attacked one. He gonna he gonna beat one of them down. He beat both of them down. So now that's Team Taz with Brian Cage, Will Hobbs. And Ricky Starks. So I did that. I did as pretty dope here. So, and that was the end of Dynamite. So, for you, which one wins, Dynamite or NXT? Uh, I might be slightly NXT just because of the real EO match. The real EO match was good. Leon Ruff's match was good. Also, oh, well, the, the stuff with Leon Ruff, I, I, I enjoyed it. The blindfold match, I didn't really care about, of course. That's why I didn't watch it. But then uh, W does have the Vegas segment with the inner circle. Yeah, a very good segment. A good match with Thunder Rosa, Serena D. Yeah. Mm. And the Young Bucks match was good too. I actually I'm like, you know what, AEW. Uh, mm. so yeah, I'm going this week, isn't it? I'm going AEW. AEW for the win here. Yep. I, I'm actually I, I'm actually uh 
I was like, I'm going with NXT this week. Okay. Okay. Because uh reasons being like I said, I I'm cool with the, the Leon Ruff storyline. I love EO and Rhea. They tore the house down uh, uh tonight also. Then I also the undisputed era came back with Pat McAvee and him mm-hmm. getting involved in that. I you can't and Finn Balor came back also. So and then we set up everything for war games. So it, you know you, it, this is great with that. It was more setup and story in NXT. So I'm picking NXT this week. Okay. But you guys can post out the comments down below who you guys think won the war this week. Hit the like button if you guys enjoy our video. Hit the subscribe button as well. And if you listen to us uh, from the podcast, stay tuned for uh, as we as we're about to go into our next segment. But uh, for here on YouTube, this is NCA Pace to Beach, Trump Trimmer Saying D. And not Deion says a prime time. All right, y'all. All right, and the Nerd Coalition is out. All right, guys, that was the Wednesday Night War. Make sure you guys check us out. The Wednesday Night War, we're trying to give it to you guys every Thursday when it comes to video version. But if you guys missed it, you guys listen to it on the podcast as well. But Prime had to go real quick, so I'm going to sit here closing out the show. Thank you, Prime Time, for being a part of it and everything. So that's the end of our show, guys. Make sure you guys go check out SpacesPhilly.com. Plushka, we are a part of it. You guys can check out all the Spaces Philly content right there. Your Philly podcast here with the Market Dark Show, Lulu and Pop, both sides, uh, Lulu Pop Horror Show, and uh, you guys can hit the, hit the Nerd Coalition stuff, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue, great content for you guys right there, and also make sure you guys check us out on all the podcasts, app, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, well, excuse me, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you like listen to the snippets make sure you check us out on youtube premium make sure you check out the real nerd once again that's the real nerd where you guys can get all your nerd coalition merch you get your no gimmicks needed wrestling shirt your uh nerd uh excuse me nerd coalition studio shirt nerd coalition level up shirt all that great stuff go out there and fight COVID 19 with your nerd coalition mask you know make sure we get all that stuff together so yeah it's gonna be you know uh, make sure you guys check this stuff out check out the prime nostalgia podcast for prime time his podcast that he does and check out q flow flow the rookies merch that have gotten us music on our channel check out the war drum album that's on the website as well so, guys, we're about to close it here. Happy holidays. Hope everybody enjoys their Thanksgiving. If you're going to go out there and shop on Black Friday, make sure you guys be safe. Mask up. And, you know what I'm saying? And nobody wants to be sick around the holiday, especially with this daily pandemic going around. And, like I said, try love one another. I know the money is short for a lot of things out there, but make sure you guys, you know, just try to do what you can. Everybody is not expecting much. I like, try to do what you can. The, the biggest thing is to love one another, man. I want everybody to have a happy holiday. If you're out there trying to hunt for a PS5 like I am, make sure it, you know you can get it and afford it. I understand PS5. PS5 will always be there, I'm saying, but right now, you know, the money is tight sometimes. Make sure it's, it's, a, it's a thing of, of affording and not just being able to buy it. So once again, this is NC Place to Be, Chill Train Mustangy, and not Deion says for prime time, and he will probably say, you know, say it's been real, y'all. And then Q Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. Yes.
them to your ears, welcome to the show We don't need any gimmicks, you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host Mr. A&E Yeah you know it's the place to be, it's NC Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.